I can manage it. No. Can you truly manage it? Oh, I think this. It keeps falling, doesn't it? Oh, I think I, ste I stepped on the wire. I'm sorry, man. I think I that's wasting another weekend working overtime on a painting project. The uneven coverage of that roller not cutting it. Tired of battling with the brush? Had your fill of spills, splatters, and running up and down ladders? Say so long. Okay, I'll try not to step on it. I twisted it. There, you give me a little slack. There you go, man. There you go. But the point is, I uh, I still like the sauce, Keith. There's no doubt about it, you know. Uh, every All once right, in a while, it's, go. it's good to just tie one on, but it's not a good habit to get into. I, I think about, again, I go, I, I mean, if, again, if I talk about this every time, in my 20s when I lived in Wicker Park, every Friday and Saturday. Back when Wicker Park was Wicker Park, man. When it was truly Wicker Park, I used to just get so shit-faced. Every Friday and Saturday, I got fucking hammered. I drank so much beer from like the age of 23 to, I mean, whatever. That, that, that was my drink of choice. And about five <clears> or six years ago, I started to not be able to drink as much. But I still try to hold on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's age. You want to crank this music and get going? Yeah, let, yeah. Let's let's. Right, so we, we, we have said we're gonna, are we going to try to talk about so like what we watched this week? Yeah, we'll on talk TV? about what we watched this week. I don't really then, don't know actually because I, I was busy doing like scripts shit, man. I was. Well, well then, uh, no, no, but that's okay. And I'll then, oh yeah, well, just we can talk about sports, baseball not coming back. Did they actually finally made the choice? God's well, no, I don't know. I just think they're still like quote unquote far apart from. <laughs> It's the middle of June. <laughs> you know, uh, decisions have to get made. Yeah. I mean, if they were to say, yeah, we're going to find... I mean, the fact is, is uh, Florida, in the last 10 days, a third of their cases of diagnosed COVID have happened in the past 10 days. Like, it's so obviously linked to no one wearing a mask. It's, it's such a bad idea to do that. Um, and it's, you know, in, in Arizona, what was it on Thursday? They had 4,000 cases reported in it's one day. Trash. If you get 4,000 cases reported in a day, and there's a lot of old people who live in, in Arizona, uh, there's going to be a lot of death, you know? A lot of people are going to die. Yeah. So essentially, I'll steer the episode. All you got to think of, respond. Think about what you watched this week throughout. I'll start the episode. Cool. I'll That's do cool. an intro. I want to get better at that, of like just steering everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we lose our track. That's the sweet leaf, my friend. That's the THC. You know. <laughs> we can listen to my voiceover demo. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna check my vocals alone real quick. Check, check, check. Hey, 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 hey. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. All right. I like that. Check one, two, three. Check. Testing. This is Adam Crocious, Keith Basil for our podcast. Hey, how are you all doing out there? You want to paint your child's... <laughs> These painting commercials. <laughs> you know something? This thing works well. You know, we're going to get this thing. Yeah, you got to set it up well, you know. That oh, shit yeah, gets all guns. over the place, man. You have a lot of plastic. You got to be in a, in a unwindy area. You got to have the appropriate equipment. A father hasn't called this thing a cunt in the history of its existence. <laughs> what? What? What's that? His country? Like how? No, the, just the paint gun. How? Like this is fucking. Your dad won't. 
won't be a cunt hair away from anything with yeah. this fucking gun. Oh, look at this. I like this, too. It's like, they have this, we're watching a... It's always <laughs> failed. I'm, well, let's start this music. It's like failed actors, exactly. You gotta okay. do that. Opening with an infomercial for a paint gun. <laughs> All right, now it's official, bitch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we're here. We're in. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast with my co-host, Adam Crocious. Hello, everyone. I'm we're here, here in Los Angeles watching an infomercial of people, <laughs> failed actors spray painting doors. Yeah, the, the, their product they're peddling is one of those paint spray guns and they're doing it on an old like door that literally was from a, from a house in 1978 yeah like when i was a kid that's what the doors look like this sort of faux wood yes your shitty door plus you're painting it this hunter or this kelly green oakland a green i don't know it's an odd color choice well too. they still haven't figured out a way to sell an infomercial product outside of the classic like there's a better what this is a better he did way it, he did it in less than a minute that's your selling point, man. Like, at some point, they should just make it. It should be boring. It should be like they, <laughs> there's no entertainment value in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a bizarre production. To, I mean, I'm sure you know the, people do this. They get they get a buck. You know, they're making a little bit of money. <laughs> well, I think that's their bent with it. Is they want to like fucking like relaunch their acting career and shit yeah yeah it's a lot of c-level actors who just say hey this is the work they can get you know and you're taking it to do it so you know that, that that's it what used you do. to be the one there was one fat guy that was on a lot of these infomercials oh and he was like the guy yeah but he's not this fat guy because this guy's no, a fat guy no this is their your real person not real person <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know when my kids you know playground <laughs> on their tree fort on their shitty tree fort that i just built with cheap two by fours <laughs> you can paint it repaint it your kids gonna give you a high five i called my wife a bitch 47 times building this <laughs> but now it's down to 13 it better last a lifetime <laughs> it saves your marriage <laughs> the spray gun. Oh, you can paint it your this white is picket staple fence. Weekend, staple weekend television. Sometimes I almost want to move up the record dates because that's the thing about TV is it's very scheduled. So like yeah. Saturday television is like infomercials during the day. Yeah. That's why I think I brought it up a couple weeks ago. I miss like Andromeda. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. Deep Space Nine. Yeah, and, and like, Xena and stuff. Well, now, yeah, like, you go to KTLA, and they're, like, playing, like, Mom is the, they just, like, syndication is the new shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there are some actors who got good deals who are happy as hell right now. Got a big-tittied waitress here. Got a couple sarcastic moms sitting at a table ordering dinner here. Yeah. This is... She's she's a, a certified girl kisser. That's Allison Janney, dude. Yeah, yeah. She's cool. I like her. She's a girl kisser, though, right? Well, the food's nothing right I don't know. About. Yeah, she 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 bumps donuts. She does. He this guy is an actor that's fucking. Uh, he plays Frank Sinatra. He was on Reno 911. Yeah, so he's he's had a career. You know, he's he's got. He's, he usually plays an eccentric guy. This is the most clean cut I've ever seen him. He usually plays just really beat kind of character on crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's him 
putting his toe in the water for being a more serious comedic actor. Going for that Emmy. Well, yeah. Well, also going for a consistent, decent paycheck. I'm sure he got paid well for this. But God, this is like this is ex- what si- this is just. It's all si- Seinfeld derivative. This didn't exist. I'm telling you, before Seinfeld, this sort of people at the diner having a conversation, just two people. I don't say it didn't exist. Of course, it's been a staple. Of comedy. Well, it did. It was a straight like, guy but it was and a, a goofy show, guy. But it was a show about a diner. Like back in the day, they yeah if, yeah. If, if you like ever Alice, if you ever yeah. even broached like oh they're in a diner, the well, is the show about the diner? Like they almost didn't want to involve characters that weren't going to have anything to do down the line. Yeah yeah. It was just like wait, here's the conf- fine space that people can sort of they thought that was the viewing palette for the audience you know it can't go outside of that so we got live rescue we'll go to some live rescue they canceled (laughs) live pd live pd was the live cop show wow and that's done temporarily i think they might bring it back when when the cop fucking hate has downplayed a little bit have you seen any of the videos this week of the cops crying and being afraid to take food from fast food no, I have not. Because two cops got food poisoning, and they think that someone like rubbed Spiked shit. It. Yeah. So now, like, you have fucking Karen cops, fucking crying on their cameras. God. I was afraid to take my egg McMuffin this morning. <sighs> wow. Every morning I wake up and I masturbate to my ex husband's memory. What? what and uh... I look forward to an egg McMuffin, and I can't take it because I'm a cop. Was it a female cop or male Yeah, it cop? was a female cop. So there was The dude just, cops are just like, we're going to come fucking strong, <laughs> fucking beating that fry cook to death. Yeah, it's... Uh, He's already retarded. Stop. Yeah, it. it I mean, <laughs> how this is all going to unfold and play out during an election year is... Uh, boy, I tell you, Putin, once again. So just to let people well know played, what we Well played, Vladimir Putin. We're well going down played. the channels. We got, we're on live rescue right now. We got Shooter with Ryan. Phil- I think that's Mark, Wal- uh, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah, put that. I've never, I've never seen Shooter. Okay. <laughs> Give a little audio off the bat. This is like he's looking at old fucking. Like sniper footage. Yeah. People trying to kill him. What race, what race is the shooter? It's not a white guy. Mexican. <laughs> that dude. He, he's always a character actor. Yeah, he plays like he was in End of Watch. Well, he was also in. He a, looks like the guy who plays Joker in Next Friday. Yeah, <laughs> he was in. Uh, what was the movie with uh, Bradley Cooper and uh, uh, A Star uh, Is Born? No, and what's her face, Lawrence? Uh, Jennifer the Lawrence. Scam movie. Uh, the the oh the Silver Linings Playbook. No, no, it's the same director. Russell is the director, but but it's all about con men. Uh, it's Amy Adams. It's Bradley Cooper. It's uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and and, uh, and Christian Bale is in it. God, and they they play Comet. What's it called again? Let me look. Because it's totally. I think it's a pretty good movie. I can't believe I can't think of the name. It's I'm fucking becoming an old man, Keith. Seriously. Hey, we're you're, all you're, getting you're, there. Crocious, th- I I need antacids now. <laughs> I can't eat spicy fucking food. Yeah, yeah, I tell you. And I'm I, biracial. I'm a Mexican. I should this should be all gravy for no, me. No, man. No, it, it is <laughs> And I can't internalizing fuck, I, your own racism and I probably can't eat even gravy now. Dude, I'm telling you, trust me it on this. It can't be all gravy because it, it'll give me indigestion. Here's what I've done. Here's what I've done, Keith. I have I haven't eliminated carbs. I have not eliminated them. I drank a beer yesterday, two there beers you yesterday. You drank a lot yesterday. I, I, I had a, pl- a piece of pizza today. I haven't eliminated carbs. Answer my text because I was ripped. Um, but I, I've cut down on uh, carbs dramatically. My digestion, Keith, is so much better. It's so much better. I eat a lot of vegetables. 
I've upped the fruit intake. So I eat a lot of meat, a lot of cheese. So you know? I'm looking up Bradley Cooper vehicles. Yeah. Well, it, this this was the. It wasn't Silver Plains. Uh, it was the same director, that guy Russell. Is his David name? O. Russell. David O. Russell. David exactly. O. Isn't he known for like? Well, he did Three Kings, choking out and his co-stars and I don't shit know. Like that. I, I think he might have dated Lawrence for a brief time. Or that might have been Ostrowski. But no. It, See, it, this is when you know you're a fucking auteur in Wikipedia. It, that's not a filmography. The list of Bradley Cooper performances. Yes. <laughs> we had, it was a movie that came out in 2013, maybe. Where, so we have where they're conning uh, each American other. American Hustle. Yes, American okay, Hustle. Okay, yeah, that's yes. a David O. Russell movie. You're when right. did that? Come, what year was that? 2013. God, it was third. It's that long ago. Now. Richie DeMazo. Hey, <laughs> fucking Richie DeMazo. But he's in that too. The point is that, what, that that Mexican guy was in that he played an Arab guy. That that movie was. Uh, it's a decent movie. Was Bradley Cooper in Joker? Oh no, he's a producer. He's a producer of Joker? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So that just means he donated money. Yeah. That's fucking actor charity, yeah. being a producer. But also knowing I'm going to make a ton of money on this. Oh, you know? there was back end. Sexually and fucking monetarily. Yeah, back end. So we got Ocean's Eleven, Ant-Man, Dirty Jobs. Ocean's Eleven is a good movie. <laughs> Shooter yeah. didn't grab me. I got to be honest oh, with you. Shooter, we went on it for a couple minutes, man. We can put it there back. Was that, there was that Mara Rooney. She's cute. Shoot, yeah. I'll look at her. Shooter you know? was on commercial, though, right? Yeah. Shooter was on commercial. Exactly. So, so just do the swap thing. Okay. Ooh, the little puppies. I'll when watch I see fucking, doggies doing, you know, goddamn, they make me laugh. We need puppies at this time. You know? I'll admit it. If you say a little kid on TV, now I'm like, oh, cute kid. That's There's what I do now. A lot going on this week. You got the president being the president. You have systematic racism. <laughs> you have uh, misogyny. Uh, at all systems uh comedians are grooming and diddling children uh what's the diddle story with the comedian i, I, okay. don't, know. I don't know i don't so know so here's what could make this go smoother do you want to channel surf do could do would you feel comfortable fucking with this remote yeah absolutely okay i'm gonna throw it to you yeah there we go Thanks, so if you buddy. just double click that okay button it'll, a little thing will pop up and you could use okay. the arrows but you'll learn yeah, it yeah yeah we'll just you'll learn it so this week it came out that does the back feature work on this oh you have to hit see that okay button in yeah, the middle yeah. click that once and then again and then like double click it bing bing the okay button now click it again oh the, the okay button click yeah twice? no okay I'm, there I'm, you go i'm now trying to you swap could... between show between channels oh it's okay you see in it the says channel back. it says no back. no 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 you see the channel toggler you see in between the channel up and down there's that little back arrow it's that one. Like you see. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I see the design of it now. Thank see, you. this is it. This is podcast. This is what podcasting is for. Teaching exactly old men how to use remotes. So there's Ocean's Eleven. We're doing Ocean's Eleven right yeah. now. Yeah, and then we're gonna go back to shooter. And then we can go back to shooter. Let me yeah. let me let me just give it a shot. No, it's live rescue. Well, because I fucked up. So you it's have okay. To, it's okay. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Ocean's. Calm down, Keith. You you, you gave you this go. to me, okay? You know, I we're know. gonna be okay. <laughs> you know, you're I am you, treating you, you like my uncle. You, you literally are giving me the thing and then you, no, you gotta do this. You gotta well then take it. Then don't give it to no, me. No, I wouldn't. You know, Jesus attention. Christ, you're all over the place. You've been drinking too much coffee, all right? That's me I've saying. I've only that. had one glass. <laughs> I've been trying to cut back. I've been drinking tea. So the the comedian diddling story. So Chris, do you know who Chris D'Elia is? You know, uh, unfortunately, the name is familiar, but I don't get a face with it. So, is it a Chicago comedian or is it a famous no, comedian? No, he's a famous comedian. He's an L.A. guy. And I'm, 
I don't want to be ver- pile on virtue signaling. I'm not trying to cancel him, but I yeah. do want to say off the bat, he's someone who has always come off as a douchebag to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like he's got this like. I, I'm leery of people who are in their late 30s, early 40s, and they think they're like 21 still. Oh, and yeah. And not even like, that's, I'm fine if you're even yeah. in denial of it. Yeah. Like, that's fine if you're going through a crisis. But when you're actively like wearing Jordan 1s and putting yeah. balm in your hair yeah. and like yeah. making workout selfie videos, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, you got to grow up a little bit. You got to show maturity. Yeah. It helps your comedy. It helps yeah. everything in life. So I'm just leery of those people. Of yeah. The, yeah. Any braggadocious, I'm fucking hot and I know it type fuckers. Even yeah. if you're trying to be sarcastic about it. Like, that's my thing. I'm fucking the shit. Yeah. But I'm not the shit. I cry myself to sleep at night. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like, we get it. You're fucking broken, but you don't want to fucking acknowledge it. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. He's, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Which is. That that is a big red that that is a red flag. A per, that personality is a red so flag. No that, doubt about it. I don't want. It's always be... been a, tra- a trait, by the way. When when, when I was thirty one, the yeah, the people who are still trying to be in their early twenties and their late thirties, where it's like, whoa, there's something like something a synapse is not firing. But go right. ahead. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't want to be. He needs to go. I mean, people like that. So what okay. do you supposedly do? So again, Twitter, we're innocent until proven guilty. It came out. Text came out with screenshots that he would. Remember that police? He would text 16-year-olds and, like, groom them, basically. Some of them outright, he would be like, hey, I'm coming to wherever. Let's make out. And, like, a couple of the girls said they acknowledged their age, but there's no actual screenshot proof of them being like, hey, I'm 16. And then him being like, hey, let me see your tits. So even the evidence is, like, not out. But it's it's enough to where you're, like, same, about 20 girls roughly the same age yeah. range even if they're legal All now saying this. like even yeah. if they're legal in whatever state they're in you like fucking teenagers yeah and a couple of them were like 16 and he's like doing that uh oh yeah there's something the cable's been fucking up this week like if that ever happens that just means this the signal's out okay it's okay uh, all right yeah it's no been problem. horseshit so that's the thing. He Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. He's basically come out as a groomer and a fucker of teenagers, Man. and it's some of them have they've said have been as young as fourteen. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> so now after that's, that, and, and you know, so I don't have that desire. No, I don't like we've said on this cell, like we've said on this podcast so many times. We are not pedophiles. Yeah, it's like there. It's its own category. It's its own class or something. And watching that Epstein thing that I watched, I watched the four episodes of that, of which I felt was kind of repetitive and pedantic. I it was the same story. It's but, classic Netflix. It didn't need to be like six parts or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it just, it could have been like two and gleaned it down to the best two and, and a two-parter would have been fine. You know, three hours of it would have been fine. But it just, I mean, the idea of and, and him involving his girlfriend, wife, whatever she was, as being part of that process was so she creepy. She was the main one. What a creepy Gillane. sort of culture that you've grown up in. Because she, her father was some extremely wealthy English uh, London businessman. So she very much grew up in that environment. And I'm sure. Well, and then didn't her dad lose all his fortune and he was very disgraced. So yeah. she needed to chase that like, yeah. I need to link up with someone who is yes. also as big but not disgraced. Yeah, yeah. And oh, oh, and I have to do this on the side. I have to groom 14 to 16 year old girls who are dirt poor to come give him a massage he had just an mo it's like sandusky so then i i just i don't i don't know to be that manipulative so after the delia thing comes and, out yeah so delia is a guy i have no problem 
of the and I'm kind of done with the whole like you know but like when you when you have the when you have the ability to be like yeah I'm just not going to fuck with that person anymore yeah like I'm not going to follow them I'm not going to listen to the I, I'm not going to support that person yeah even if whether, whether it sounds virtue signally or gay however yeah. you want to frame yeah. it I've gotten to the point where I'm just like well I can't just keep this pile of problematic in my life to where I was yeah. like, I got to start throwing some of these logs off of the fire. In oh my yeah. Life. Yeah. We're yeah. like, some of these people aren't worth it. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I don't think about it. And he know? was one of them where I'm like, okay, I can do without Crystalia. Well, He's well, a piece of shit. Well, that's what's fine. Been, what was his pinnacle of like, what's his high water? Whitney Cummings scooped him up and put it, made him a co-star of her sitcom. And then, oh, and then, oh, and I saw her post today. And yeah, then he yeah. started a podcast, and that's got like he's probably got a core following of about two hundred thousand people. That's that like he sells out theaters and arenas and shit. He's a millionaire. He's making millions of dollars yep, doing I mean, stand up. If, if you've got two hundred thousand people who like you, uh, you've scored. You yeah, know? you have. I mean, so that's his life. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess he was using in the it was like that. That's also damning too. It's the height of his fame. I can understand if you're like featuring. I, yeah. I don't understand it, and yeah, I don't. Yeah. But like I could see if like all from day one, if they're like this is his shit. It was clearly a I'm famous. This is the image I portray. So I'm going to take advantage of it yeah. and fucking bang these fucking girls. These young girls who are half his age, but if not then younger. you start coming out with they start basically outing all the la comedy store comedians of like <laughs> f clips from joe rogan 12 yeah. years ago and here's where i go into the weeds of it where like they put out this clip of joey diaz basically saying that he used to make open micers blow him for spots at the comedy store and then joe rogan's laughing about it with his guest and like yeah that's fucking disgusting and like i was probably going to start limiting joe rogan for my life anyway because i've been listening to that shit for 10 years yeah he has the same people on yeah it's really adding nothing new to my life i yeah. want to change my youtube algorithm yeah but at the same time i'm not gonna also say because he laughed at something hideous on his yeah. podcast that he then is this fucking gatekeeper of fucking horrible and we need to take him down. Yeah, yeah. And then so now they're just kind of following the route of like, well, who's Chris D'Elia friends with? Now let's listen to all these podcasts. It's like what you say. Like they're, it's a deep – someone uh, – Joe List made a great joke. He was yeah. like, I think we're trying to get herd immunity with cancel culture. Yeah. Like we're – like over the, the last couple of days, they yeah. were canceling everybody. Yeah. Basically anyone who's been on Rogan. Uh, they were posting videos of guests getting Joe Rogan. First of all, Joe Rogan – and Joey Diaz are like, I would say, boss and underboss. Fucking Joey Diaz is like his fucking yeah. uh, consigliere. That's his yeah. fucking uh, yeah. Tom Hagen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so like, you're not. So they're going after Rogan. Them. They're going after Rogan, trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they see that they, do they do they think he has an aggressive male voice and that's what's disturbing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. And you know what? I, I, I've maybe listened and to it him is two true times because the know. one clip that's circulating today is him basically saying that you're a bitch if you're a guy and you wear a mask. Like Joe Rogan's well, yeah. a big COVID, not denier, <laughs> but he's a big COVID. It's not a, it's not as bit it's not as bad of a deal. <laughs> fucking take vitamin D, shoot vitamin D into the stem of your dick, and fucking yeah. Well, that's just he's ignorant that it's yeah. put it, it's just the way information is disseminated in our culture it is just uh but with it, all that said terrible. with all that said i i'm against all everything that they said like i'm not 
I don't even, I even hate just being like, well, of course I'm against it. Like, yeah, I don't, everything they said was fucked up. Even at the time, I remember the episodes that they had, they were from like, first of all, they were from like 12 years ago. So I'm also allowing for some sort of growth in the last decade. Yeah. Where like, maybe they don't do that shit anymore, but it was still fucked. And I remember at the time being like, yeah, that's a little fucked up that they're laughing at that. Yeah. But even maybe that I think is the root of the problem is like at the time when I'm saying like, yeah, that's super fucked up. But then I'm just like, yeah, but whatever. Like, well, I mean, maybe that's even part of the problem that I wasn't immediately like, fuck this show and fuck those guys. But some of the people that he I would be lying if I said that the Joe Rogan podcast hasn't been important in my life. Oh, yeah. No, I know people who think it's decent. He had Osterholm. That's a very good epidemiologist. He had Osterholm on, you know, who's gone on everything and has not changed his story one bit. But yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm just in my mind, I was listening to everything you're saying and I'm processing it, kind of my interpretation of it. It's just. Because uh, you also have to uh, think, because there are even comics who haven't really said a lot that I know are. Neil Brennan came out and did the, first he came out and defended Dalia and was uh, like, if you can show me definitive proof, I'll donate whatever money. And then like a day later, he put put a tweet that said, Neil Brennan, wrongest motherfucker of all time. Yeah. And then today, I think he cut Rogan and Joey Diaz off because he goes, uh, he retweeted his tweet and goes, I've won this award twice in two weeks. <laughs> so like, and I even did some like lame, like internet sleuthing where I looked at the people he follows on Twitter now yeah. and he doesn't follow Joe Rogan anymore. Yeah. So like, I, I, and that's I, I, a big I mean, sign of celebrity. Like when you get the big, like blue check mark, someone with a blue check mark unfollowed you, like yeah. that means he doesn't want people seeing that he followed <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's him acknowledging that right now it's bad for business to be friends with joe rogan God. yeah i i don't i mean it's keith i'm so detached from it all i, I don't want to say you know i, See, I like some way but i'm really not because i follow twitter but i have a little twitter is I also why i wanted to kind of just all right who's all involved in this and then i'll go through and unfollow whoever i want to unfollow because even some people who got included like they were throwing theo vaughn's name in. i like theo vaughn yeah like i've met him a couple times i've done yeah. shows with him he's a funny ass dude yeah he was a pussy hound but yeah. i think he was legit with it i think he got consent and didn't fuck with any young I, I, girls I, I, I gotta make a point i gotta yeah. make a point because what you're saying makes For total sure. sense i gotta make a point of just what, what i was trying to say before thinking about it because you had good stuff you were saying about like sexuality in this culture and it's a culture that's awash in pornography. That's a big thing. And I'm it's trying to wash, which, uh, you know, I, I came to the game late. See, I, I came to the porn game late, you know, in grew, my thirties. I grew up when porn escalated. like, yeah, really started. You happen. know how, yeah. like when you were a teenager, music got real good. Yes. When I was a teenager, porn, porn got, got yeah. good. The, yeah. Like Nirvana porn came out. Yeah, absolutely. Where it was like, this is a game changer. You know, it was a game changer for me. And this is still something I try and shake. And it fucks with me in real sexual situations. Sex tapes. Like the advent oh. of people yeah. uploading their fuck videos to a website. To yeah. where like now, not only can you have a fantasy, but you can have a fantasy that's real. Yeah. And like some of them are fake, but some of them are actually sex tapes that yeah. like couples sent in. Yeah. It's just. And that fucks with your perception of what real. Because then you're having sex with someone that you actually love. And you're like, wait, like, yeah. but this isn't like, this isn't that one girl on that website. Like there was a woman. I dated, there's a woman I dated back then in 04. 
and I have my camera equipment out next to my bed and that was not by design to be a creep at all. I just happened to have it next to it because I was like, I was taping my stand-up shows and I would put it in my, in my bedroom. That's all. I, I had the tripod. I would pick it up. I had it ready to go. And, and I remember we, we were fooling around. We were having sex for a while. It's about a couple months in. And she was like, we were a couple months in and she was If you like, wanted my special three wood, I'd give it to you. <laughs> by the way, I, I went to the driving range. <laughs> I went to the driving range yesterday with my new set of clubs. I got my starter set this week. I want to somehow get and my golf clubs from Chicago to here. It is. and it, Oh, dude, you, you can go to the range and, and get a bucket of balls. I have my mask on. I got a bucket of balls. I loved it. it was you mean like, you're a bitch? You so, mean you're a bitch, crow? <laughs> but my point is, with sexuality, it just seems like we're awash with pornography and all this hypersexuality, yet there still is this sort of veneer or attempt to... I, I don't know. That line is always being kind of, I don't know. There's there's not a chill attitude towards sex in this mm-hmm. culture. They're oh, just yeah. not. There wasn't when I was a kid growing up, dude. These same debates 30 years ago well, were, were, still, were still happening. And, and it, it fucked with my head in terms of, you know, I had this kind of feminist mom of like, oh, a guy just wants to fuck. And, and, and honestly, I, I think I'm a repressed heterosexual. I think... <laughs> I think are. my mom, all white all white guys are repressed be, 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 because it's just like because I was so or turned on by women when I was 14 and 16 and 18 years old of course and it was fucked with by my mom like just men just think with their dicks don't say that to me <clears throat> because you know something I am at that age because you know something that's actually what you do and, and you know I don't think a, a girl is really going to under ever understand so certain things that men are not going to understand the thing that things that women have to go through. Women are never going to understand what it's like when your hormones truly first hit. Yeah. As a 16-year-old, 18-year-old, all you think about is fucking. I think that guy, Crystal, like, probably that seared into his brain. Well, this is what I'm attracted to. to and, little, and he, he couldn't uh, evolve out of that. Well, he's from you know? L.A. His dad's a prominent producer oh, in Hollywood. Yeah. He grew up with no... He's never had to have a day job. That's also yeah. something that turned me off on him. Yes. He's, he's one of these dudes who always bragged about like... Bro, 27,000 hours of comedy and whatever. Like, I've never had a day job in my life. I've done, I do whatever. Ugh. Even I'm a, I'll do open mics. Like, yeah, but your dad is rich. Yeah. You have this massive fucking parachute saving your ass of millions of dollars. It liberates you to pursue your juvenile thing, you know? And I don't want to put stand up. I love stand up. It's been a great thing for also, me. Also, something I will say but, about D'Elia, even though even though I'm not a fan of his comedy, I, I and I've had to stop this, especially in L.A. I never want to be one of these like he sucks. Yeah, he kills, man. Yeah, oh, I'm even sh- though it's not my thing, I've seen him at the comedy store. He fucking murders. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. whatever he's doing, even though I don't like it, and I may think it's whatever, he's tapped into something. He's tapped into something yeah. that me or some of my friends aren't fucking doing yeah so yeah. i think it's just as lame when you're just like fuck him like the idea that he's keeping yeah. me down like it's, uh, that's not the thing no and that's no. also something that annoys me even though because like i said i've unfollowed some people on twitter and it has nothing to do with canceling them yeah it's just the idea of like i don't want to i don't want to pay attention to this anymore like how yeah. you said i don't pay attention to it yeah because you don't follow people on twitter yeah like yeah. I just wanted, like even though some of these people I like, yeah, 
<clears throat> I mean, I'll read Twitter <clears throat> on occasion. I, I, I like posting a tweet. See, but that's I, why I do because I like Twitter. So I really have to make sure <laughs> whatever I see, it's not it's something that's not fucking with my life. Yeah. And I've even recently unfollowed Healthy podcasts. Twitter. I've even Twitter. found that the root of my time wasting has been like, well, I'm going to listen to this episode of Rogan and that's four hours long. Yeah. And then you say like, well, I'll, li- I'll read a book while I listen to this, but you don't really read. You're yeah. just staring at a book while you listen to a yeah. podcast. Yeah. So like so much of my day and even joke writing of like, well, I got all these podcasts to listen to because I'm fucking OCD. So I think yeah. like, well, I'm subscribed to it. So I have to listen to it. So I've been exercising a lot of that shit out of my life anyway. But I also think a it's lame of the people who are only talking about it because they somehow think like, oh, since Joe Rogan's getting punched a little bit now, maybe I'll get noticed if I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. probably not noticed because you're also not funny. Well, like, exactly. That's, I, I'm sorry that someone yeah. pinched your ass at an open mic at the store. And I, that's wrong. Of I, course and it's I wrong. And I probably would have fucking palm fucking yeah. smacked the guy if I yeah. saw him. Yeah. But you're still not funny. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, 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 it. <laughs> and But also, I also don't agree with the idea that's that. You're right. I also don't agree with the idea that like, well, fuck the comedy store because I'm of the mindset, yeah. see the system, infiltrate the system, change the system. So like, yeah, yeah, that's fucked up that that happens at the comedy store that dudes like Joey Diaz will be like, hey, blow me for a spot. Yeah. Kick him in his fucking dick or be like, hey, come with me to the store. I want to sign up for potluck. Can you come with me so I don't get fucking harassed yeah. and then have a dude that, you know, could fucking throw a fucking elbow to a guy and risk your career i don't the idea yeah. that like and it is i'm not poo-pooing it yeah because a lot of the thing is a lot of the uh negativity around the whole rogan crew is that if you talk shit about them they will halt your career and there yeah. probably is some truth to that yeah. not even a malicious like we're gonna stop this guy but yeah. of like they ain't gonna help you out you know and, <laughs> they're, and they're not gonna give you opportunities the top guy at the, when the top guy mm-hmm. at the comedy club doesn't like somebody it just through osmosis yeah. trickles down yeah. they're not you're not yeah. going to you're be not liked. gonna get in but yeah. what changes it Trust me, is I having know. <laughs> enough talented people be like, no, fuck that. Like you book creeps, yeah. like stop doing that. But then also sign up for potluck on Monday. Prove to them that like not yeah. you supporting these creeps is detrimental to your club because look how funny I am. Look how much I kill. Yeah. And like you be, still have to put the time in. Be undeniable while also being aggressively fucking. Well, again, I'll go back to it. The thing that you should worry about, and this was a big step for me, Keith, stand-up wise, and I still have my flashes of oh, I hate Pete Holmes and yeah, all that crap. I've tried to exercise myself from that somewhat because the fact is, just be as funny as you can possibly be. Work on your act. That's the important thing to do. Is there a system out there that's probably getting in the way? You know, that can be a road. It ain't smooth, man. It's a show business. It is rough and tumble. It's trial and error, and it's mostly error, man. And so part of it is just being tenacious and just following through, and it sucks sometimes. And you come Mm -hmm. across, I'll say it, stand up with some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life that are friends for life. Friends for life, which is rare. How often do you get that, you know? And there are also some of the worst human beings I've ever met in my entire life. There's not really a, it's it's, it's not an in between. It's kind of a heaven no, and hell there reality. Isn't an in between at all. You know, so it's like it's you know it's it's going to draw a certain type of personality and a certain ego, and it's like it it's you know, it, it, the, you know, show business has always had scumbags in it. You know, it's just it's and it it sucks, but it's what yeah. it is. You know, so work on your act, and, and if you get funny and you're consistently funny, 
you will get booked. Yeah. You will get booked. So that's it is a meritocracy in that sense. But you got to be funny. That's fine. You got to be. You're, and I'm not always funny. I was entitled for a long if time. You're all, I thought I was funny. That's I why I respect Sean White so much. And I don't want to like yeah. get into too much comedy weeds of like the shit we talk. But like yeah. kind of his whole drive <clears throat> about getting booked at the store is he's like, yeah, I'm not too fond of the culture of that place. Yeah. And I think I'm talented enough to get in there and fucking change it. Yeah. And yeah. I've even had like deep heart to hearts where he's like, dude, like me and the new comics that are in, we're so close to changing things over yeah. there. Yeah. Like we're so close to getting, it's all about whoever's in charge. Yeah. And right now it's Adam Egit. You got to get him these names. on your side. Yeah. Like you got to get him to trust the young people enough to where it's worth it to him to give less stage time to Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. Because right yeah. now it's all about drawing crowds and of those course. those dudes sell out the main room. Of course. So, the, you know, I think the place is big enough for, you know, it's got three different d distinct rooms. I have not been over there since I moved here. I have not been there. You should come with me. The, the, the COVID thing has even, just... Here's the thing, I'll Crow. Go, yeah. I'll even, go. even the thing but about... It's not opening up yet, right? It's not opening no, up yet, yeah. But like, even if it's not for potluck, and this is even something I'm changing, especially since Alicia is working from home for good now. Yep. I'm just going to be up there. Like, I just want to be at the improv in the store all the time. Well, the thing about with the store, when I when I lived out here back in the freaking mid-late 90s... When so the, if I can, And if I can throw another virtue signal, if you're a comic out there, that's... <laughs> A weak snowflake. Or, yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but like, if you're ever someone who was <clears throat> apprehensive of going to the store because you think you're going to get bullied or hazed, dude, I know a whole crew of people that hang yeah. out at the store and are super nice. Yeah. Whatever you want. Super diverse group of people. There's people <laughs> at the store. There's pe What I'm trying to say, though, is there's people at the store that are there and they also think it's bullshit, but they're also trying to actively change it. Yeah. Like, don't just be like, don't just try and it's not like removing a tumor and then throwing it in a dish. Like, do you, you gotta, expect to go through life and not get hurt? You got to make the body better. You know, after it, you, uh, it, it is. It's just and I, I only sound dismissive and you're a white straight man. You don't know what it's like, you know, and OK, you are correct. You are correct. But uh, I also know that uh, I don't get through unscathed either. You know, it's not like, you know. <laughs> everyone's life is is awful in its own way and so if you expect to do performance and show business and not get your feelings hurt you're in the wrong business you're in the i mean it's going to happen you're dealing with people who are damaged human beings well, who don't know how to behave who don't know how to, and not everyone's that way not everyone's that way there's enough good people there are it, it it's a oh, it's a flawed character it also came down weirdly and this is where comedy and wrestling link it also came down hard on pro wrestling this weekend about a hand, about a dozen pro wrestlers in the high-ranking companies got outed for vicious shit. Like with women, you mean, or something? Like, or? yeah, fucking f sleeping with women who are unconscious and like, yeah, shit that was like, ga like gaslighting to where like, like let's say you've raped a girl and then you convinced her that it was just rough sex. <clears throat> like shit like yeah, that I, you know where it was just like i think you raped me and he's like no that was just like remember you said it was cool like that's true gaslighting yeah like the idea of, undermining it or mm -hmm. no gaslighting is when you when you get someone to believe your lie so a simple yeah, well, one you're, you're undermining them <clears throat> yeah you're undermining like them. if alicia yeah. brought home milk and i drank it all in one day and she was like where's the milk and i'd be like you didn't buy milk and she was like yeah i did and then i'd be like no you didn't yeah 
Like, it's not are, here. what are you crazy? Like, yeah, I'm, God. you did not buy milk. And then I get her to think that she's insane. And that like, well, maybe I didn't buy milk and maybe I'm being like, that's Ugh. gaslighting. Yeah, it's so bad. I, I actually know, I know, well, I know a couple people who, who will remain nameless, who definitely fall into that, uh. Well, I mean, I think we're being gaslit by our fucking president, right? Is, I mean, well, some people are. I mean, it's pretty crazy, you know. It, it's just, it's. I mean, this whole him giving his speech today in Tulsa is. My brother called it his it's his Jonestown moment. He's literally just trying to see who's truly with him and who's not. Well, with I him. think they've said six staffers got COVID already. Well, but you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to like do some weird like put a a counter intelligence or a counter like misinformation campaign that somehow putting that out makes them appear to be i don't know responsible or playing some lead the fact that they have to sign a waiver to go in there is just so revealing when they're trying to portray it as a hoax pence has come out and says oh yeah there won't be a second wave we're still in like the early phases of the first wave. This is a massive global tsunami, and they're trying well, to mess with the time frame. It's also it's, they're turning, scrambling. They're scrambling. It's turning they into are. it's also turning into an America only problem. Every other country is kind of winding down, and they're yeah. experiencing real curves. Yeah, we're experiencing small curves, but yeah. it's an incremental. Yeah, like if you look at the curves, like I said last week, it's little short curves, but overall yeah. we're going up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It means it's a uh, second derivative is positive. It's, um, yes, yeah. it's so increasing that, at an increasing rate. That was the news of the week. So yeah. a, a lot. And that's why I started unfollowing shit because like I've been watching soccer. The Premier League came back this yeah. week and that was a big uh, uh, yep. enjoyment. Yep. Vill- Villa played a dreadful game against fucking and Sheffield that's your team, United. Right? Yeah. That's my team. Where uh, are they at? Are they in London? Birmingham. Oh, they're in Birmingham. Oh, so like we're black. That's how I got from. into it. Okay. Because. The root of my my Villa fandom, and I did this on the soccer version yeah, of my I podcast. Yeah, I want to hear it. Absolutely. Out there. I'm interested. When I was in about, I think, t- between it was 04 or 05, it was right when Arsenal went undefeated. Because I remember that was like that. My I used to hang out with this kid named Janus, this yeah. Polish kid in yeah. high school. He fucking loved it. It was 04 because it was the World Cup. It was yeah. the 04 World Cup. Uh, and you hung out with a Polish kid, you know? Yeah, I would just hang out with him. In, 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 your, in your neighborhood? Yeah, like, no, in high school. Oh, in high school. school. Okay. And he was all about Argentina, and he just started. And then in, I also followed MLS. And yeah. I always kind of watched soccer. I never hated it. Because yeah. uh, they Premier League had uh, early rights on the, uh, you remember the, the sports channel? Before it yeah. became like Fox Sports. Yes. They used to play Premier League games. So yeah. I would just, I always liked hearing the, we're going to have a roof tonight. Like I just yeah. liked the British announcing. Oh, yeah. So I always enjoyed about it, it yeah. but it always confused me. And then Chicago got an MLS team and yep. they won the title their first year and that kind of like, oh, this is dope. Well, when like, was the first year of the MLS? 98. 98? Yeah. It's been 22 years. Yep. I thought it was like 04. I was no, totally wrong on the time. History. Interesting. Uh, they're not one of the original teams because the league started in 96. Uh, they announced the fire in 97, but they didn't play until 98. Like their little hashtag you use on Twitter is CF 97. And that's because Chicago fired and because they were born in 1997. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I used to watch that. And then 04, my buddy Janus watched real soccer, like told me about Argentina was badass. Yeah. France yeah. was just informing me and he was like why don't you watch the premier league why don't yeah why don't and i and at the time you couldn't follow the premier league yeah so i remember he took a fucking newspaper and he put it on the table in science class and he was like pick a team and then uh and he was like but you can't pick 
any of these fucking teams. Like you can't pick Arsenal. You can't pick Manchester. He basically listed all the teams that are good. He was yeah. like, it's stupid if you pick these teams. Like, <laughs> don't be a douche. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pick a team and start following them. And through that, yeah. you will fucking learn soccer. Yeah. And Aston Villa was like, I didn't want to pick a bad team. So I picked like a team that was in fifth or sixth place. And Villa was in sixth right now. Fucking uh, Is that Carl Reiner? Carl Reiner having a heart attack. Carl Reiner is Ocean's Eleven. acting still. This is how boring soccer is. You couldn't yeah. even hold No, no, fucking, no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm listening. Absolutely. I think it's a great story. No, so uh, so I pick. I, I just like the title. Yeah. Aston Villa. Every yep. team was Liverpool. Manchester United. Yeah. Manchester City. Chelsea, very straightforward. I almost picked Chelsea because I just like the name. Yeah, I like the name. And Chelsea. they're one of the force teams. I like man. that it they're was good. a London team. But then he was like, no, he was like, the, but that I remember him saying because it was like oh four oh five because him saying like they're gonna be good because that was their owner. They yeah. had just gotten their new billionaire owner. He was like, they're yeah. gonna be good. Yeah. So that was on the table for me. Yeah. And then I was like, what about this Villa team? Like, who are they? And he goes, that's Aston Villa. They play here. And then I just wow. kind of sat on it for a while. Yeah. And then I remember looking up sister cities of Chicago, just being a dork one day. Yeah. And Birmingham was one of them. And I clicked on it. This was maybe a year later. Yeah. Like, oh, five. Yeah. Oh, six. Yeah. So then, like, even the experience of me choosing a team, I was like, okay, well, now I got to watch these games. Yeah. Figure some shit out. And I was really kicking myself that I wasn't allowed to like a good team because Arsenal was like, you're like, I yeah. like watching Arsenal yeah. play. Dude, Terry Henry's the shit, dude. Yeah. Like, why can't I cheer for this fucking team? Yeah. Yeah. But he was right. Yep. So then I finally. It has to be forged. Your fanship, a true fan is forged with a losing team. That's what so a true then fan is forged. I remember picking Villa because I was like, oh, Birmingham is like Chicago. It's their yeah. second. It's even called the second city. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. So then, yeah. And Villa's jersey's sick. It's got, they have unique colors. Uh, and, but Birmingham's a hip city. Like A lot of so, great music is so coming So I remember there, about 05 music. deciding I'm going to root for Aston Villa. And then they got an American owner. The dude, Elliot Lerner, the guy who owned the Browns, yeah, wow. bought them. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they just, over the next four years, fell apart. And by 2015, which was 10 years into my Fan, fandom, 2010, I really got intense. Yeah. I kind of was not as, because I like other sports. Lennox too. Lewis. Yeah. So then they went down in 2015, and now here we are. And, and and they're one of the oh are they in, are they no, they're, they're not even in the Premier League they're back they're, in the Premier League but okay. they're but they're gonna they, they got might, demoted they might get relegated again Ooh, yeah. they spent three years out of the Premier League and this is their first year back but they're in nineteenth place and they're where do you go what's the league below Premier League uh, the EFL Championship so here's oh. how it fact here's how it fractioned off and I want MLB to do this but the way our sports are are done you can't so in nineteen ninety two. Uh, the professional soccer consisted of four divisions, the English Football League, yeah. Division One, Two, Three, and 4. And uh, Division One got relegated to 2, 2 to 3, 3 to 4, so on and so forth. Yeah. The problem was the league negotiated television rights for all 92 teams because uh, there were 92. It, it's the largest professional league in the world. It consists of 92 teams. Did they do it, like, all like, four di and that's what confuses Americans. All yeah. four divisions are professional teams. Yeah. They're just different tiers. Like Division yeah. 4 are still professional football players, but they're yeah. like barely professional. Just like how AAA baseball yeah. players, yeah. that's professional baseball. It is, absolutely. It's just the minor leagues. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of how thing. it is. Yeah. So in 1992, the entire first division basically said like, 
we're the only teams that make all 92 of these teams money. So why do you get to negotiate for every like why do we have to share the money? Yeah. Oh, so they did a collect like, like they, the NFL does. They wanted to be able to negotiate television rights that's for themselves. What, that's what fucking so that, they that's what Jerry Jones wants. So to they do. basically He's said we're gonna get twenty of the, the twenty best teams in the league and we're gonna break away. I think it was twenty two at first. Yeah. And we're gonna break away and create our own league. And that was the Premier League. So then what the three remaining divisions did is restructured. Division two became division one. Division three became division two, division yeah. four became three, and now the EFL's three divisions. Yeah. So, and then they even renamed that. So it's, yeah. it's called the EFL Championship. So that's what you get relegated to if you get out of the Premier League. So it's, it's like the AAA. It's yeah. still like, it's still, still quality it's soccer. League. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually the best second division league in the world. Like the people, teams in the championship can probably yeah. can probably play a professional team in Turkey or something like yeah. that. Like yeah. it's it's a comparable league. It's not, and it's a hard. Is it better league than the Bundesliga? Is it the is it better? It's than more the- exciting because you play more games. Like they play two games a week. Oh, they play forty six games because there's twenty four teams. Man, they're running their ass off. Yeah, Jesus, twice a week, ninety it's minutes. It's a hard league. Yeah, and it's uh generally the top 10 teams are all in it like there's no runaway teams yeah like it's a hard league to get out of yeah uh yep so yeah so if you get out of it you got to stay out of it man because yeah yeah interesting they're trying to yeah no that's an interesting i mean that makes sense that makes sense as a as leagues i wish mlb could have leverage and be like fuck it dude Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox, all the big teams, we're leaving, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's we're starting, eight to we're 10 starting teams. a baseball Premier League. It has to be 20. It has to be at least 20. Yeah. We're starting a baseball Premier League, shorter schedule, more exciting. We're all going to play yeah. each other five times. We're going to play like 60 games. Yeah. And fuck it. We're going to baseball Premier League, do whatever here's, you're going to do. Here's 70s horror movies. But I think... <clears throat> I think the only way for that to happen would be for them to kill the teams and recreate them. Well, because the league owns the teams, yeah. so the Cubs would have to liquidate the Cubs and then start a new professional franchise called the Chicago Cubs and hope that the fans of the Chicago Cubs just be like, "Yeah, that's the Cubs now." Yeah, and just move over there. That was where the fucking that was where the risk was. Is the football league basically told the Premier League, "Like, good luck. We got the fans." But what they didn't count on is before the Premier League, soccer on TV wasn't a thing. And that's where American sports had got ahead of everybody is they t- sports on television was very much an experience in America. Like yeah. they said it bef- in that before 1990, there was maybe one game on a week for what? For, for, for soccer, soccer. in England. You listened on the radio. That's crazy. It just wasn't on TV. Wow. Wow. And then they there's something called a uh, match of the day. Which is that would be like the one match everybody yeah, watched. Yeah. And everyone, it was like Monday Night Football. So or when the Premier you know? League yeah. started and they were well, like, no, you're going to be able to watch every game. Like, we're going to neg- every game is going to be on one channel wherever you live. If you live in Shrewsbury, wherever the fuck, your local yeah. Sky Sports will play your team. Yeah. That was mind blowing yeah. for people. Yep. So what the other, the other three leagues didn't realize is that like, they didn't think people wanted to watch soccer on TV. They were um, of the mindset like, no, you go and <clears throat> you go and you watch it God. live. That, that's like 1920s thought process yeah. in, in the States. And that's why the, the radio was a real threat. Like the old Cubs, I think old man Wrigley or whatever was so afraid of radio. It's like, well, why would they come to the game? Because so, you made money on the, but you're not realizing you're creating this brand and you're actually strengthening the yeah. long-term health of your asset. You so short-served. But again, that's how short-sighted a lot of these fucking 
morons are. So when the Premier League started, they were like, good luck filling the stadiums. Everybody's going to be watching on TV. And then it was just wildly successful. Of course it was. And it was, there's We're actually going to go. There's actually it's a great fun to go. There's actually a great documentary. I'll show you one time called the day, the day football changed. Uh, and it was about the, it's about the premier league breaking away from the yeah. English football league. Yeah. It's so fucking that makes good. sense. Okay. That's one thing with the NFL boy, the NFL did was Pete Rosell was a true visionary. The fact that he was from LA makes total sense. I mean, he understood media and he, you know, that whole negotiating of the television contract as a collective versus individually. George Hallis was the only guy who voted against that. He wanted Chicago's money himself because he knew it was still it was a big market. It was still the second largest city in the country, still larger than L.A. But they, the rest of the league said, no, this is what we're going to do. We're going to negotiate contracts this way. And, I mean, they ended up making a lot more money, obviously. And also is the reason why Green Bay and Kansas City still have teams. You know, but obviously that's under not under siege, but there has been some grumblings from certain owners. I think Daniel Snyder is one of them, and I think Jerry Jones is one of them, where they're like, no, we want to do our own individual negotiations because we can make a hell of a lot even more money with that and and, See, and, and, and that's the true integrity of the nfl well would be uh affected and, and that's kind of the benefit of the franchise model too is in england the team the the league is just the competition with which the team plays is this when they talk to the old shooter yeah <laughs> so the, the wise old shooter yeah. but on, we're watching the shooter now with mark Wahlberg and the mexican yeah, guy flipping. There's the old guys talking. You can tell he's like an old shooter, I think, from like he from 40 years ago. I'm sorry though. Uh, go ahead, Keith. When you I got apologize. that commie in your lens. What are you feeling? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I went over to Afghanistan and I had to pluck off Ivan a couple times. What was I talking about? It, it was great. It was a Premier League. The, the idea of of it breaking off and negotiating television contracts and the, and that documentary we were talking about. And I talked about Pete Rozelle and 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 then how Jerry Jones is trying to do his own independent. But you you were uh, it was oh, on that path. Oh, I was saying. Saying the uh, words they're different is the the competition is just the like the league is when you say they what do you mean by the they? teams like yeah. they're not owned by anything because they play in a bunch they play in the, the FA Cup the Premier League Champions League like there's a bunch of leagues you play in yeah so those are just the competitions it's almost like a mutual thing like our brand is going to bring your Premier League money but like at the end of the day we're just making money off each other like Liverpool is not does not belong to the Premier League. So they have the leverage to leave. So do all the Premier League teams, they only play themselves? The only only other they, Premier League teams? Or do they play other teams in, in the lower leagues? No, they only play Premier League Oh, okay, League okay, teams. okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. All right. Thank but you. they have the ability to just bounce around. Like the problem in American sports is you're fused to the league. So like, and but that's almost where. What, so so like Liverpool could play what in the fucking Bundesliga if they wanted well, to or something. Or yeah, or, well no, if but you'd have to have the Bundesliga allow it. Like they yeah. they wanted. Uh, I'm a Bundesliga. guy. Well, they were also <laughs> they they sometimes kick around the idea of adding Real Madrid and Barcelona to the Premier League because like yeah. there's no competition for them. Yeah, in the, yeah. And then they're they like the Yankees. And, and then the there's Sox. the idea of creating a European Super League. Like a, yeah, Super League of all where the teams. You take yeah. the best two teams in every country and you just make a super league and then it would kill but then what confuses it is you still have all those other leagues so then like you'd pl your hopes would then be like well the top four teams in the premier league get to play in the super league the next year and then that renders the champions league 
meaningless because yeah. the whole idea of the Champions League is that's the best team in Europe. Yeah. But if you create a European Super League, yeah. there's no need to have the Champions League. But they would yeah. still play it because yeah. they would need to make money. Well, that European Championship is, is as exciting as the World Cup and to that's me. Where, I fucking like it. I'll and watch that's where it that. all gets muddied. And the reason you need those competitions, and this is where American sports is kind of has the advantage, is MLB generates all the income to where in England, lowly Plymouth Argyle they're left to their like as long as you can stay solvent you're in the league like yeah. the league is not in charge of yeah your bank statements they don't give a fuck if you how much debt you have like the idea is different like you know how there's revenue sharing like yeah. green bay is allowed to stay because the nfl gives them 40 million dollars oh, every oh, year God, or whatever get, the they, fuck. They, and the television money i'm sure they get hundreds of millions but of that doesn't exist outside of the they premier must. league in in the lower leagues yeah so like teams in the lower leagues really rely on those premier matchups and television ratings because like so i think i read that only five team literally only five teams in europe or a handful of teams make a profit every year Man. like 95 percent of soccer teams end up in the red at the why. end of the year I wonder why just because they they don't get shown on tv they it's, don't they it's don't also get the, i'm sure there's tax reasons for and that they don't too. get as well in their you financial loss and your own your billionaire financial owner fair is play like, okay, good, and can, it's the competitions if you don't get to play in the europa league the champions league if you don't go make a deep run in the fa cup that shit matters yeah like manchester city is about to be banned from the champions league possibly and it's like they did the math it's like a billion dollars of income they'll lose if they huh. can't play in the champions league for the next two years yeah. it's like 400 million a and, wh and why would they be banned what's the reason again? because they muddied their books they they fudged oh. their books uh in the league there's financial fair play in in uh in most european leagues you can't spend more than you make and that's another thing in before financial fair play a billionaire could buy a soccer team and just piss money into the fucking thing. Like you had the ability to have someone who had $5 billion just come in, wipe all your debt off the board. We're going to buy every good player. We're going to buy trophies. Yeah. And that's what Chelsea did from 04 until recently. They were fucking just fucking laden with silverware and yeah. just unabashed PSG's yeah. doing it right now. Cause France doesn't Who's have their owner. Some like Russian oligarch. Roman Abramovich. He's of a, course. He's a yeah. Russian oligarch. Uh, PSG is the big money <sighs> team right now because I don't think the French league has the financial fair play restraints. So Manchester city fucked their books. They basically lied about their revenue to to spend more money yeah so they're possibly going to be banned from european competition or face a stiff fine or yeah something and too, they could yeah. even be relegated to like league that, one that's crazy that would be crazy it won't happen here we go here's some love making some she's <clears throat> oh it's what's her face it's, it's, it's is that rooney mara or which which one of the maras is that um no she's she's you super the, cute you have the info button she's super cute hit okay hit in well you can hit info uh Michael Pena, that is Kate Mara. You Kate are right. Mara, exactly. She's one of the Maras. Elias Cote is Casey Jones from she's, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So you can exit and get out there of here. She's she's super cute. She might be five foot tall too. She's one of those like teeny tiny like they like them small. You know what I mean? Like the camera likes you know shorter guys. You know and like oh my god. She. I like when they have the fucking spray when they get it real. That this, hole would be bigger though. You'd be seeing fucking like like innards and, and like yeah. and, and, and like sternums and fucking bones. Uh oh. Casey Listen. Jones, that's Elias Coteus. He's the guy who played Casey Jones Casey Jones in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he is a phenomenal fucking actor. 
He's about to fucking manhandle this bitch. Lynchburg, Virginia, where Liberty University is at. Jerry Falwell Jr. is a huge supporter of Trump. That scene we just saw is what it's like to to get hounded at the comedy store. Yeah, Crystalia. Where's your boyfriend? You know, you're next. Yeah, I mean, have 15 minutes. Yeah, we're we're making joke, making light of sexual break. We're at an hour. Yeah, let's take a break. But I'm in a good headspace. Been going pretty well, pretty so so far. I've been I've been appreciating this. Yeah, you know, I've been trying to let's to see how if we can stretch it to like most radio shows do three hours. Like I want to see if we can naturally hit three hours one time. Uh, but yeah, let's take a break and want, and and fucking play it by ear. It's the post rape scene. She's been she's been worked over. Yeah, she got, at least they didn't. This is the scene from like from a true romance. Love the placement of the commercial. We go from rape to briars. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that feels good. Just a toothless child eating ice cream. The apple of Crystalia's eye. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. You know, right. there's a vanity in it. I think there's very much a vanity in it. But um, all right, we're gonna get back at it with this. Well, yes, He's back into it. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to make a good. I'm gonna actually tonight. I'm gonna make it the episode where we listen to the end credits for Hello Larry. That's gonna be our break music, <laughs> or that's gonna be the end of the show. I'm gonna get little TV clips. Hello, Larry. It's all going to be TV based, baby. Portland so is a long we're way. in the second half now. The rule of the second half of the show, we've decided. It's a rule. No, you've decided, well, Keith. Not even rule. Uh, <laughs> no, this is Same even rule. just. Uh, I, there's going to be a little bit of TV in the background. Yes. So. Shooter. Nick. Hey, it's Howard here. How are you? So you'll hey, hear us talking. And when we get into a conversation, I'll turn it down. But always know as the listener, there's going to be a little something on for you. Wait, is this violating copyright laws or anything? Are we. Uh, Maybe <laughs> TV's easier to sneak by. It's music that's rough. Yeah. yeah. So we're coming we to the culminating scene. I think of Shooter. We got the scene in every classic Shooter movie where we got the guy on the fucking headset microphone, the guy in the Christopher Titus microphone that's like kind of orchestrating everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. But he's a dork, so he can't yeah. physically do everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, he just threw his headset against the wall. Cause yes, we we too have seen we've too seen the departed. This is post departed. Well, this the, is the also this is also that. What scene. year did this movie come out? Info, Hit info, baby, two thousand seven. Yeah, I knew it's it's relative. This is uh, also the same time as, as this is also the, the part departed. of the movie where the guy on the headset realized that Mark Wahlberg just isn't gonna listen. I know. So exactly. he smashes the headset down and he's got to collect himself and go. I'm sorry. Yep. But he's doing it. Wahlberg is being rebellious for virtue. For everybody's re- own good. For, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, he it's knows the right something. Way. He knows something that if he acknowledges, it'll blow it. Yeah. Yep. Just trust me, guy. They, they got a cast, and your Glover's getting some FaceTime. Ned Beatty's in this thing, man. I mean, you got that Mexican guy who's in all those movies that we talked about before. They made a TV show about this that Ryan Phillippe was the shooter. Oh, really? They made a TV show. Wow. Because the premise of this is that he's framed for assassinating somebody, right? So this is kind of that Michael Bourne thing, sort of in a way, right around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's same sort of. This was definitely like you know the the action movie took a different direction at that point. You You got Danny Glover in a pot in a position of power. He plays the president, probably. Very not Wahlberg voice. 
Yeah, he's yeah, trying he's to be subtle. Hard he's being subtle. You know? I don't want to talk all silly. This isn't a silly situation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, TJ had some funny stories about Wahlberg D- doing Transformers Four with him. I, I, he was on a CJ had his, uh, his uh, <clears throat> he does his COVID shows where you know at eight o'clock on his balcony. And, yeah, on his balcony. now those people that are that are. Uh, is, are they really watching him or is no, he just reacting to people he, that are in their normal? Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone's cheering and he's doing his jokes and lot, which I think is a funny idea. Now, uh, does he get them to notice him? I guess I guess a few people have started to follow him who are on different balconies I saw and a stuff, newer one, like three or four. I saw a newer one and I'm like, oh, he has like an audience now. Yeah. Like there's a couple people that like because <laughs> the first one. You could tell he went out on his balcony, noticed there were like eight people out and was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get a megaphone. And then they recognized him. Yeah. <laughs> and then at first I thought like, wait, is the clapping like being played in the background? Like, is that a track being played or are people really clapping? Oh, I think it's 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 a, it's track. a track. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, and it's also some recording from the actual crowd of people yelling because so. it sounds like he's killing. Oh, I know. Like he edits it to where he's crushing. <laughs> I, I've seen part. I, yesterday I watched it and TJ did a little guest spot for like five minutes on his show. And I, I was putting some messages and I was like, oh, the clown has arrived. <laughs> I was like, make some balloon animals, you know, but he, he took it well. He was cool. I was being just, I was, I was razzing him. Ooh, is this like, this guy's like a old boxing trainer. Well, so what, is this turned into, uh, <laughs> what was the Stallone movie? Uh, Cliffhanger? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's always it's a helicopter on a snow peak mountain. Is that Billy Crudup? Where you have the, uh, yeah, it is. Where you have the elderly old man in a situation that would clearly kill him. Yeah, I know. He's, uh, he's on the top of a mountain, you know. Oh, ooh. Someone just got popped. It's PG-13 violence right there, baby. It's still pretty good, though. Still pretty good. Yeah, he got, he got plucked. He yeah. got plucked. They, they, you, you know, saw the snow it's dramatic. shoot off his body. Yeah, it was dramatic. He's taking care of business. Uh-oh. Working on cars. Oh, but, but Shooter is on. By the way, how did this end up on the peak of a mountain? Like in, in the Rockies? I thought they were in Virginia. Yeah. Maybe. Is this the Shenandoah Valley? Is well, What's going I on? I love how they got their snow camo ready to go. Absolutely. If, if there was no snow camo, you'd be able to see him and go. He's back on! No, you see, he's up because I think he had a... Uh, I think he had a bulletproof vest on because he knew they were going to try to off him. But he's a shooter. He knows how to handle it. Yeah. He's he a can sh- handle the shootist. <laughs> not, not the shootist. Not to be confused with the John Wayne movie, The Shootist. Were you ever a Wayne fan? John no, Wayne? my grandpa was. Yes. And I never got it. Get to me, Michael. that's another one of those movies oh. that just like they glorify the na- the extinction of native americans well yeah well, which he, in theory they do but you never actually see them but the native americans are always posed as the villains like oh, the, like oh, the yeah. searchers you're searching for a girl who is like she's been kidnapped by engines yep and the big twist at the end of the movie is they find her the whole movie they're trying to find this poor girl who's been yeah. abducted by these savages and then they get to them and to their horror they learn that she's happy exactly and they treat it like oh my god they've brainwashed her or they're nice to her it was natalie wood natalie wood was the girl she she could pass for a certain ethnicity like but i love how that but i love how that was the big twist the big sad twist was like she's not gonna go back with him yeah. Or don't they snatch her and she's all furious? Yeah, well, yeah, I think, yeah, she's... What, they, like, they rip her away from they a happy it's like, family. It's like 19th century Stockholm syndrome. You know, they think that she's, like, been taken over, you know? So, but yeah, that, that movie is flat-out racist, man. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> and it's a classic. But yes, my grandfather loved him. 
I did not. Oh, look at Casey uh -oh. Jones just getting cheesed. Yep. Uh -oh. And that's another thing, like we were saying during the break, of how it's fun. Celebrities can have opinions and have all of these stances about gun control, but then also acknowledge that you freely use guns in these oh, yeah, movies. Of course. That, of course. like, if you really want change as an actor, you should say, like, I'm going to make this big, grandiose speech, but then I also, from here on out, I refuse to use a gun on camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to, people are going to hate it and the movies are going to suck. But if you really want change, figure out yeah. how to make good movies with no weapons. What I don't know if, what effect does Hollywood truly have? <laughs> that's what I think the end game of, that's what all, a celebrity should go up, accept their Oscar, do yeah. your big grandiose speech about whatever. Yeah. But before it say, I'm not a role model and I think it's dangerous yeah. that we look at our celebrities we're just we're yeah. wallpaper we're yeah. colorful wallpaper <laughs> that like right that now would not go over when well I'm with certain people when i'm accepting egos. this award but i'm making change when i'm accepting this award yeah i'm the person joaquin phoenix but my art is not important yeah <laughs> it's me pretending but right now i'm acknowledging as a human that the world is fucked up yeah, but I'm not trying to say that it's because that what I do is healing it. Yeah, me yeah. playing the Joker is not healing it. In fact, it's probably contributing to the problem. <laughs> but I also want to use my success to try and stop the problem that yeah. this might have perpetrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or at least try and sell it because the Joker kind of was more about having empathy for people. Which I yeah. think it's not just a movie about a dude I, I murdering people. Yeah, I know, I, I, oh, dude, if you want to hang around after this, we should watch The Joker wow. or at least start yeah. it. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. I'll give you my password. Man, shit. Do you have HBO? I don't have HBO. You, if you, I have Showtime. If you get HBO, you get and, it for and, free. and a little bit of Skinamax. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, it's uh, but yeah, I, I I watch my. There's a rotation. You know what's been on recently a lot is uh. Almost famous. I've been watching that. That's the dad from Rudy. That's well, yeah, who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty, who who's in uh, Deliverance. You know, he's been around forever. Is it's he, Ned Beatty? He was in Back to School. Is he Dick Tracy's father? I, you know, I actually did not see Dick Tracy, but Warren Beatty plays Dick but, Tracy. No, Warren Beatty does. Yeah, and, and that's Ned Beatty. That, N N Ned Beatty is. Uh, he, he was, was also in Superman. Yeah, he, he was uh, Lex Luthor's. He was the, his little right hand man. Exactly, the bastardization of Lex Luthor. Even yeah. though Gene Hackman rules, that is not Lex Luthor. It, it it was that movie was huge. I saw that in the I saw Superman in the theater as a nine year old boy. I, I was heavily into seeing Superman. That that was true. Superman that, that that was the first true comic book movie of a more modern nature. And then and then it ratcheted up with Batman. It became like mm -hmm. I mean, because some of the, well, Batman was the first since Superman. Well, when you think of '80s cinema, what do you just think it's ridiculous, or does it? What does it feel no. like to you? What what, what is? It, yeah. What's what's good '80s cinema to you? What's bad '80s '80s cinema? Like like what was popular that you didn't really get? didn't really like from the 80s well i think like i've said shit like a shit like an officer and a gentleman that movie is totally and good like, do you know what i didn't like <laughs> I, I i'm not ashamed to admit that i liked and officer do you know and what movie i i liked as a kid but it was only because of nudity was all the right moves oh yeah with with tom cruise all the right moves stinks dude oh yeah it's, and one, I love, it's one of cruise's first movies leah and thompson i love craig t nelson yeah 
yeah. even though he's an abomination of a human being now politically <laughs> his political thoughts are fucking atrocious <laughs> but but again just gotten weird. this is again why we shouldn't put celebrities on a pedestal yeah because if we didn't do that if we acknowledged like my fake joaquin phoenix that yeah. art is just wallpaper yeah uh, this movie that we're watching is just wallpaper. You shouldn't actually consider you should consider that these guys are people but also acknowledge that this movie existing is not bettering the world. Yeah, exactly. It's merely a market in the niche you figured out to make a buck. Yeah. You know, and, and, and fine everyone's going to make a living but put it in its proper place and proper context and proper perspective. Yeah, again, the idea of not you're not as important as you think you are, and that's not to say movies can't be. I mean, I love movies. I've seen I've seen a million of them, obviously, and, and ones that affect me. I favorite ones, but yeah. you know, it's and the relationship between this and culture. I it's forgot sort of exactly like, where I was leading to that, and we yeah. can't go back because we're live on two things. Not live, yeah. but I'm recording on two things, and it would really fuck with the editing. Hello, so Larry. Is, so this is where we're at. Where if we forget something, just yeah. gotta cut it. That's and fine. Move on. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, I, I feel like we're still on to something, you know? No, yeah. But the uh, guy, it, it's interesting when you talk about what's going on with this guy who got uh, in the first half of the show. Was it Chris D'Elia? Oh, but name? what you were saying, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, well, what I was going to start the second half by saying is like all this shit we've been talking about, like all this wild shit going on in the yeah. world. Do you want to know what's collapsing society and causing a recall of the government? What is? Face masks. <laughs> Because people don't want to wear face masks. I know. There's po politicians, actors, and celebrities are literally fucking your children. Hollow. They're hollowing out your children and selling them. Uh, the fact that they make the masks There's systematic political. racism on every level of humanity. The police are murdering black people like fucking pieces of candy being handed yeah, out on yeah. Halloween. And... Everyone has collectively decided that we're going to oust the government because they don't want to wear face masks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they're, they're, they've put their, uh, they've made that their debate. That's what we've decided. It, it is, is such a. It's in such an example of the mental rot yeah, of society. Uh, uh, it's of yes. like this. These are what our priorities are. Yeah. We can't go on a fucking beer garden and drink a goddamn Tecate. So. We're flipping the fuck out. We've all made more money than we ever made in our life on unemployment and government money. And we've been trained to feel so bad to get help yeah, yeah. that we've that supposedly the economy has collapsed, which I see no sign of. <laughs> I see absolutely no sign of yeah, it. Not yeah. one business in my neighborhood has gone out of business <laughs> and it's an not a rich neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So this idea that the economy has crashed is patently fucking ridiculous. Well, I think when I hear they say the economy has crashed, it means that the future, the the, 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 the freakishly rich, the freakishly rich aren't making as much freakish amount of money. Although they did get a, the, the fact that there's no, the, I gotta say this is an important point. Yeah. The fact that they have no oversight board for trillions of dollars is, I mean. The reveal of the corruption of the Trump administration above anything else almost. That's just like, oh, you have to have oversight for that money. They intentionally don't want to have it because there's so much there's so much uh, rigging going on. And there's so much. I mean, this is mobbed up interests making money hand over illegal money well, and making it hand over fist and providing <clears throat> what? So again, with the economy, yeah. I mean, this is that there's no oversight. Typically, when this money goes out, there is a panel of people that have to make sure it's being spent in an appropriate way, and they don't have that. 
They're just basically giving a blank check. It's un... I mean, and you talk about someone being a thief on the street and just killing them. They're the criminal. You're a fucking criminal, man. That is some criminal shit going on. It's amazing. And getting away with it. And getting away with it. It's crazy. It is It's wild. pretty amazing, you know? There's no oversight. I'm sorry, I went off. And oh, no. Was, this is commercial talk, uh, baby. I mean, We're it, on commercials is, right yeah, now. Yeah, we are on commercials. You're right. It, it is. That, to me, because I, I that was a point that I kind of... You want to hear the commercial guys in the back? No, you can keep talking. <laughs> but it just... I mean, there's no over for the, the trillions of dollars. So you say the economy has gone shitty. Oh, pure wick. This is a fucking urethra, dude. You could fucking oof. piss while you're sitting at the, a urine collection system. Oof, this is a fucking infomercial for a urine collection Entry system. To the bathroom. God. Now it's, staying dry. It, this, honestly, I'm being honest here, this, Keith. Ad, this is the mental rot. This is, it's also, yeah, your body is like, uh, you know, this scares me because I have to get up in the middle of the night every night and I go to the bathroom. I can't hold it like I used to. That's a sign of age. That is a sign of age. Phone number. I don't want people. You know, that's a sign of age, my friend. My spy. Look at Dave Bautista, the spy. Was, was he a wrestler? Yes. Is that okay? So he, he's following the rocks path. In yeah. That sense. Shock too. Nobody saw it coming when he decided to become an actor. People were like, right. Because he wasn't the best wrestler. Yeah. He was. He just had a freakish body. Yeah. He's the cl- cliche example of what Vince McMahon likes in a wrestler. Which is just, yeah, there's a certain... Just a big hulking fucking guy. Yeah. McMahon's whole thing is, McMahon, his whole thing <laughs> is when his champion is walking through an airport, he wants people to be like, wow. Like, yeah. he wants them to look different than everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. who's that guy? Yeah. He's big and has purple hair <laughs> and is wearing a Zumba cutoff t-shirt. And like, that's, that fucking gets his dick hard. So when He is a, a fucking snake oil salesman, oh, dude. man. It's incredible. I buy, and I buy every fucking gallon of it. <laughs> His wife tried to run for Senate in Connecticut. She's, hard in. She's on like the committee to make America great. Uh, yeah, There's a committee absolutely. making America great. I don't know if you know. knew that. Yeah, I know. And, and, and boy, a pretty successful committee. A pretty successful one. See, throughout my career, I've wrestled in a lot of countries, but without a shadow of doubt, the United States of America is the greatest country of them all. Who, who said Spoken that? Spoken fucking words of Big Papa Pump right there, dude. Jeez. Scott Steiner. Jesus Christ. Jacked on steroids. Weird, like, just like, I mean, it's a cartoonish perspective of patriotism, you know? Which, again, and and in Nazi Germany, and I'll draw the parallel, it was a cartoonish version of what a German is. Like, what you saw in Hogan's Hero was a... What you saw my, style uncle called, my uncle called me Schultz based on that character because I was like a dumb little fucking shit. And that's the thing. I really wasn't. They, ju- I think because I was the youngest, they wanted to put that on me of like, you're the scruffy little scrapper. I really mm. think that yeah. shit is osmosed into kids. I've used that yeah. word three times. Yeah. But the idea Here's of a shooter go, go, goes into he's, he's being brought into a government building now. This is preposterous. Yeah, I'm listening though. Wild. You yeah. establish who your kid's going to be. Okay. Like early on, I feel like they treated me like, oh, Keith, we teach him. We tell him to say cuss words. And it's funny because he's a baby. Like, I think they they established early on that, like, you're going to be the tension breaker. And yeah. they always treated my sister like the smart intellectual one. I feel like we don't let kids decide that. We yeah. just decide like, well, this is how I treat you. Oh, Alicia is coming. Oh, yeah. yeah, you, you, you. We should help her. Yeah. I'm sure we can manage. Can you help? Get in. Sergeant okay. Swagger, you asked for this meeting. Cool. 
But yeah, no, but, but you, you were saying though, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I think that that definitely can, I mean, yeah, people have, you know, dysfunctional so families my and uncle roles called and me Schultz because I just think they decided like, well, you're going to be the young, dumb, funny shit. Yeah. So like Schultz, you're like the character on, Sh you're, you're the dumb, but I'm like, I'm not though. Like you just like, yeah, I'm nothing like this person. Th this is what the, the, the caricature, like, like when I hear that, that, that wrestler say that about the USA, it's like the patriotism, it, it's a caricature of, and it's so loud and aggressive. It's over, it, it's. And that has been sort of what's been pawned off as the character of this country. And, and, and you know, and that's all Trump. I mean, he's tied it. I mean, obviously, we all know. This is where Mark Wahlberg's fucking, I'm, I'm putting my cards on the table. Standing here in front of a fucking badass gun. This rifle's getting my Look at the way they're seated in this. It's preposterous. Are, are, are they, this is pre-COVID. Yeah, they're, they're social <laughs> They're distance. all sitting about 15 feet away from each other. No, you, they'd all be at the table. The Mexican is not at the table because racism. Put that weapon down now. This is crazy. Got one bullet the size of Ramirez's dick over here. Why would they have? Come on. This is a preposterous So Mark Wahlberg ending. has loaded one gun into a rifle the size of the fucking someone's arm. Every weapon in my house. I swapped all the firing pins before I left the house. I always do. Looks right in the micrometer to tell. But the gun don't shoot. A bullet you got out of that bishop was fired from my weapon, but a week before at a can of stew. I did take an oath to defend this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Just didn't figure it ended quite this involved. <laughs> this is where I reveal that I've actually fucking tied every knot that this you is his, This is his moment to act, you know? Who gives a hoot? This is TNT, so they said hoot instead of shit. Yeah. I just want one time if they were like, gentlemen, this meeting's over, and he just blows Mark Wahlberg's head <laughs> off, and it's just over. And then it's just 40 minutes well, of credits. He, obviously in RoboCop. <laughs> it always leads to, it can't just be something simple. Like, he's being framed for fucking assassinating the president, but it's also covering up some pile of bodies in Indonesia. Yeah. It's always covering up a genocide. Yeah. Or, you know, some sort of, you know, dirt, dirty thing that went on. Yeah. You know, although they're mining platinum out of children's eyeballs. I tell you what, though, when the Cold War went on, that shit was real. Like, again, in, in Central America, Crocious loves the Cold War. I do. It is. It's, you know, it's a big part of your life. Absolutely. The first 22 years of my existence. You don't think the world's ever going to be Cold different. War is not the first half. The Cold War is your terror. Oh, oh, without how, a doubt. How the sec how from from freshman September eleventh on from yeah. September eleventh, two thousand and one until we're speaking right now. Yeah. The idea of someone flying something into something yeah. is an active fear in people's yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certainly a phobia, I think. That and and just kind of the notion of terrorism, which is it's vague, which in a way in a way it's is a it's more sinister. Yeah, it's it's, a tactic. It's, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Keeping keeping you in line and uh and the Cold War was that in terms of just the enemy is the Soviet Union. The enemy is and, and Russia. The enemy People is Mark say, Wahlberg. They, they would say Russia and the Soviet Union interchangeably. That, that's just what was said. It was Russia that was the enemy. That's what is so bizarre about this to me right now is the idea that all these people have been duped again. Like, no, but these guys are wearing T-shirts. Better to be Russian than the Democrat, you know, and stuff like that. It's like literally there are people who think like, oh, it's just weird. And, and now they think like, hey, Putin's an okay guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. You can't possibly think that. He's I mean, evil. he might be a laugher on the poker table, but he's a dictator. Uh-oh. should have seen the look on the attorney general's face. This is, this is how they, their day ends. This is about evidence and the truth. And then you just said to him, the truth is what I say it is. I sound like an old Southern guy. I got butt raped in deliverance. My name is Mitch McConnell. I'm white. We let this whole like this is the way they. This is how they. This is a power manifest. Well, and then you got the nerd financial guy, and he because they're all blowharding, and he's gonna be the one to be like, "Well, guys, come on." Actually, I'm looking at the numbers, and yeah, they've figured it out, haven't they? The Jew. They got a black. This, they got a black. They got a racist. They got a Jew. And and, and now what? This is turned this into. This is Wahlberg just putting bullets in everybody. This because, is turned into, into Braveheart. You know where, where they're at, they're at the table. So from what I'm gathering, and this is how you know this movie's bad because we both have never seen this. But from what I'm gathering is, Mark Wahlberg has been framed for an assassination. Yes. And the government that has been helping him figure out who actually did it are the ones that are in on it. Yes. And so now Mark Wahlberg is there. He's As truly vengeance. He's truly gone rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he was but he's keeping, rogue for the truth. Which is why he truth. was keeping quiet earlier because that guy in the headphone threw his headset down because he I can't tell you they're fucking in on it. <laughs> if I tell you they're in on it, they'll hear. And then Warren Beatty, the old man, will run away slowly and I'll catch him eventually. Like, why are you worried about these people getting away? They're old. This fantasy, you know. He's under the floor. He's under the floor. He looks like that guy from Superman. Dude, no one. There you go. No one's it's hearing It's a cold this. day. You know, the There's Ned a... Beatty's going to get it. Uh, it'd be hilarious if they, if they brought the banjo out. Ned Beatty gets it in the, in the cool. If the there cool is up. a terror level alert orange level gunfight in the kill woods me. and there's no one there to hear it did it happen Ooh. wait a minute wait a minute oh i've been in these situations before <laughs> i'm an old man who's held on to power for too long i am a united states senator exactly Pulling right between his fucking eyes like Bronson, dude. Puts exactly. fucking Beatty down, man. Well, and what would be great is in real life, this would be all well and good, like you did kill him, but you're going to jail for... Or or you're getting the death penalty. What's you just happen. murdered a, a <laughs> yeah, federal yeah, I mean, official. And, and even if it was justified, you're done. I mean, however evil you are, becoming an elected official is kind of the winning moment. Like, yeah. once you... Be, like, yeah. hate Trump all you want. For the rest of his life, he's not killable. And if no. you do kill him... You are going to die also. The whole, I mean, it's interesting. Here's what, here's my theory. If The Apprentice wouldn't have become a show. Oh, that made him. If, if, it's this weird second half, like second half comeback. You know, if, if that hadn't happened, he, he, would have, he would have ended up, he would have ended up bobbing in the Hudson. They would have found his body in the Hudson. Like, remember Donald Trump in 06? He was found bobbing up and down in the Hudson River. He would have been off because he is so yeah. corrupt. Robin Williams would have won an Oscar for that movie too. What for play, play. Bobbing on the Hudson. <laughs> Look at that. He just blows up Camp David. I play Donald Trump's wig. I float on the river. By, by the way, how did he set that, that all the bombings up? 
he put it was a it was an artificial fucking uh or the, he kicked the gas line and then he put a match oh, in the fireplace oh, oh, okay it, i think or the fireplace might have been like a gas fireplace oh yeah yeah he knows he knows because the fire shot out of the fire and now it's him and his lady well taking and, off in their fucking and muscle she car. has a hot rod they're a muscle car let's go get some fucking wall burgers <laughs> and get out of here clean car too yeah. in alaska it's an ss it's a super sport that was a great car it's a great late 60s automobiles he's about to groom the fuck out of this bitch pretty in this garbage. badass hey we're back. friends right what do you say what do you say you touch my penis well the credits roll here can we pop on roadhouse is that on <laughs> I could look up. That's another thing. HBO Max has fucking classics. Yeah. Let me let's look up HBO Max. Let's look up their Turner classics. This could be the. We next just thing got we done watch. watching Shooter. That was pretty TNT's intense. TNT's rolling right into the next. He one. He pulled it off. He just killed the senator and then left with the his accountant. Lady. That's a hilarious movie. Who wrote that movie? Click info. I bet you fucking Kumail's in it or something. Probably is. Oh ben shit! Ben Affleck, no, Anna are. Kendrick, J.K. Simmons, John Bernthal. Jeffrey Tambor, the canceled Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, what did he do? He's a dick on the set, and I guess he's real handsy, like the like touching small of the backs, like fucking, like the kind of guy that'll like instead of shaking a woman's hand, he'll go in for the hug and the kiss on the cheek. Ooh, yeah, it's, yeah, you can't do that. I knew a guy, a, a successful affordable housing developer was that guy. And he really upset a woman I worked with. By, by getting handsy with her. And it, it bummed me out because so I like her. So a part of HBO she Max. Around, she had been around for a while. So too. HBO Max consists of HBO, the DC movies, the new Sesame Street shit, uh, Studio Ghibli, which is a bunch of like uh, j uh, j Japanese animation movies. But yeah. then Turner Classic Movies is also in it because it's really a Turner Warner thing. So what movie The is fact it? that it's called HBO Max is confusing because it really should be called like Warner Streaming. Yeah. But Warner just thought that HBO as a name would yeah. be more, yep. but it really just confused people because now people are like, wait, I have HBO Go, so what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it's great. Have as many options as possible. That creates freedom, just to let you know. that That's actually what it is. Don't, don't have uh, eight, eight million choices so to that bring down, anxiety. Uh, I thought of a lot of uh, you a lot during these. So this is A to Z. We're going to go through. See, This will just be the next few episodes if you want to watch one of these. Okay. Uh, Turner Classic Movies from A to Z. You got 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, 39 Steps, The 400 Blows, uh, both parts of 47 Ronin, Eight and a Half, and then you got Adventures in Babysitting, Wow. The Abyss, a Robin Hood movie, All the Aliens, Ooh. Uh, Amelie, American Werewolf in London, oh, Armageddon. That's good. American Werewolf in London. Yeah. I saw that in the theater. And God Created Women. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's an old... Uh, Battleship Potemkin, uh, Babe. I never what saw else? Babe. Arthur. Oh, I saw Arthur in the theater. An old Beauty and the Beast, Big Top Peewee. Fucking The Blob. One of the many versions of The Blob. That movie's been made so many goddamn times. Uh, it broke Steve McQueen. That, that, that was the movie that made Steve McQueen. Black epic. Orpheus, <laughs> which seems like a weird fucking attempt at like having a black lead in a movie. Boys Don't Cry, which is the movie where Hillary Swank yep. plays a trans person. Yep. Braveheart, Bridges of Madison County, which I've never fucking seen. Cabaret, which we've talked about. Yes. Can't Buy Me Love, Bringing Up Baby. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Cary Grant, I think, isn't it? 
Casablanca. Casablanca's great. Both Casino Royales, because there is a 1967 one. Yep. Chicago. Never seen it. Chocolat. Uh, Chocolat's a movie I've never who's seen. Who's an accountant? Who, who's, who's, who's the... Is it Affleck? Affleck and Anna Kendrick. God, this is all the... I mean, man, this is like... They got all the hits going on, man. Got Citizen Kane, Cold <laughs> Mountain, Cold, Cool Hand Luke, which I've never seen. A cool Hand looks okay. It's Commando, pretty good. Crash. Cool Hand Luke, that one best script, the best screenplay. Critters, cool Dick Tracy, Deliverance, uh, Dr. Shivago. Which I've never seen. I've seen, yeah. That, that, that's that's one of those David Lean movies. David Lean did Bridge in the River Kwai. Um, he also did the uh, uh, Peter O'Toole uh, Lawrence of Arabia, which is his high watermark. A Razor Head. They have a Razor Head. Those three head movies on are here. good, man. They're epic movies. If you watch like Doctor Zhivago is like three hours long. It's actually got epic sets. Rod Steiger is very good in that. Julie Christie. I remember seeing her as a kid in Doctor Zhivago and being in love. I thought she was <laughs> stunningly beautiful, like stunningly Full beautiful. Metal jacket. As like a twelve-year-old crow. Oh, they have all the Godzillas, all like Godzilla. <laughs> the original, like the, I mean, like all the, of them. I mean, I mean the ones from like Japan mm-hmm. and shit, like yeah. the, from the sixties and stuff. Yeah, that's hilarious. That would be actually great to watch. Goonies, Gremlins, all the Gremlins movies. Harold and Maud. Yeah, they got a lot of shit. The animated Hobbit. Oh, I remember seeing the animated Hobbit in the theater. Hobson's Choice. <laughs> Those are like movies my grandpa watched. No, you know, Hobson's Choice is, is, is what's going on right now, basically saying, oh, yeah, you have the choice. You can go back to work. You know, we're not going to, you know, they it's not really a choice. It's all a, the it's Jaws. death or, you know. Every Jaws, one, two, three, and four. Ooh, one is so good. It's very good. Lean on me. Oh, I saw that in the theater. Dude, that's, they show that shit in math class. Oh, no, what's the one with Jaime Escalante? That's not lean on me, right? The mat where fucking Edward James almost plays the math teacher. No, no, that, that stand and deliver. That stand and deliver. It's it's in the same spirit of that though. Yeah, it, it's Morgan Freeman takes over. He plays a Joe Clark. He's a principal. It's, a, it's like a tough love guy. Goes into these like urban high schools and basically beats kids up and kicks the drug dealers out. They have know? Lolita, yeah, which I've never seen. That's about a child who fucks adults, right? No, no, no. It's What's about Lolita? A, about? It's about a pedophile. Yeah, it's. It, it's it's Nabokov, man. I've read the book. It's actually a pretty good book, but he is a pedophile. That, that, that it's is actually the, a pretty hot book. But no, no, he's, uh, but he, I mean, it's it's a known like classic they got literature. They Misery on here. Never saw that in its entirety. Mr. Holland's Opus. Never My Dinner that. with Andre. That's a movie I've always heard of. Oh, yeah. It's I've like seen that. a famous that. indie movie. Oh, uh, it, it is. It's just a conversation. It's, it's like what we're doing right now. My it's Left like, Foot. O- only, only good, you know? Hey. <laughs> Don't fucking downplay us. Network. They have Network. Uh, Network is a good movie. I've seen which that. Which is a movie I've confused with uh, fucking the comedy one. Have you ever seen Network? Broadcast television. Broadcast, Broadcast news? news. No, N- Network is uh, Network's have you, great. Have you ever seen Network? Yeah. I watched it because I t- I was hanging out with someone one night and I was like, hey, let's watch this movie. It's really funny because I thought it was Broadcast News. Yeah. And boy, was I wrong. But did you actually like Network? No, then? I liked it. Albert Brooks, but it's not a comedy. Yeah, it, it's no, like a yeah. it's like a dramedy. It's a, yeah, absolutely, it's a satire. Like there are some funny parts because Albert Brooks in it, but overall, it's about how like this news organization is getting their balls ripped off. Oh, or bro- broadcast or, news, yeah. Or, Nicholson's or in network it. isn't network about like them competing with fucking or something. What, what network is? It's a Sidney Lumet movie. His hot the seventies was his era of film, and, and it's about a. Um, uh, a, a fourth upstart network that puts on like basically what, what fo- it basically predicted Fox News yeah. and sort of what 
what entertainment was going to turn into. And, and and they turned this one guy who was on a different network who had his last day being a broadcaster. And he, he goes crazy on air and he pulls the window up. I'm mad as hell. It's a very mid late seventies New York. Yeah, when New York Albert was truly Brooks falling it, apart. Right? Albert Brooks is broadcast news. Yeah. Uh, uh, network is Robert Duvall. Uh, Faye Dunaway is in it. Uh, it's also got. Uh, God, who else? Oh, oh, uh, William Holden is in it. He's actually really good in it. Um, it's got uh, a bunch of bunch of known actors, like actors of that era too. And Beatty's in it. Beatty's great in it. Actually, he plays basically the, the, the chief executive, Peter Finch, who won the Oscar, even though he died after it was after it was finished. But he's the guy who's, who's the newscaster who has literally has like ma- manic attacks on air, and he becomes this huge phenomenon. He's thirty million list or watchers a week. So and he and it's outrageous. So network is the comedy, right? Network is broadcast news is the comedy. Network is the came out in seventy six, I okay. believe, or seventy five. Because I know that's the one where people kind of make fun of it, though. That scene at the end, like I'm mad as hell. Well, I mean, it it, it definitely was like a you know that was a. Like deemed a very kind of cutting edge sort of thing to do, you know, and it was uh, a, a different, you know, uh, kind of thing in a movie to have those guys yeah, yelling see, out of a window. Well, no, see, because it even says Network is a 1960, 1976 satirical drama. Yeah, it's it's satirical. So it's like satirical. they're, there's, they're like there's comedic fun moments of it. of it. Yeah, in certain ways. That's what because I remember watching Network and thinking like this movie. Or even Broadcast News. Broadcast News is the one I made my yeah. friends watch. Yeah. That movie's not funny. Yeah, with it, it's Holly Hunter. Yeah, and, and it's Albert Brooks and William that Hurt. That one broadcast news is more just about inner fucking turmoil. Yeah, yeah, within at, the at, at, at a network. Yeah, at a newsroom. And I remember really disappointing people being like, "Oh, this movie's funny," and then I'm just like, "This isn't funny." It's like that episode of Seinfeld. There's nothing <laughs> funny about this movie. <laughs> Beaches, <laughs> she's crying during beaches. Beaches is not good. Oh, it's it. I tell you what, it's about. I, just, do, do you know who likes beaches? Leah Berman likes beaches. Well, yeah, she I likes anything with Bet Midler. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, Leah Leah Berman is a working man's Jew, and I respect her. I respect <laughs> her. I do. She's like you know, she's like she's like she's like Bobby Buds, you know. So, <laughs> of course, Roger Ebert liked fucking broadcast news. Yeah, it, it's it came out in eighty seven or eighty eight. Police right? Academy, yeah, eighty seven. Year I was born, lucky yeah. eighty seven. Raising Arizona, which I've never seen, but I hear it's you've not never good. seen. Is it good? You've never seen Raising Arizona? That's one of those movies that like super high quality like dorks be like that movie's so overrated. Yeah, well, they don't know what they're talking well, about. Well, no, they just like the, the, other lower ones. There's this fucking Coen Brothers movie that everybody loves, The Hudsucker Proxy. Yes, I've seen Everybody's it. like, that's their best movie. No, it's, God, that, you're, no, you're, you're I've never seen Raising it. Raising Arizona so. was a breakthrough. It, it created a new way of like, of communicating and, like, it's that important of communicating and comedy. It, it was, it, it's a, it's a great movie. I mean, you watch it now, it's got all of the themes of, of, Coen Brother movies, you know, even their dramas have the themes of Raising Arizona. All of their themes are covered in in, uh, in Raising Arizona. They have every A Star Is Born, the <sighs> old one, the new one, oh, and then the one from the seventies. Is so fucking bad. The whole, all three of them are terrible. I never saw the original. A Taste or- of Honey, <laughs> Teen Witch, the old Teen Witch. 
fucking the Thomas Crown Affair. The 90s was a big lawyer movie. Like, oh, absolutely. Lawyer mixed with some devil ritual yeah, type shit. Yeah, absolutely. Devil's Advocate was in, in the 90s. Uh, the Client had a whole... It was always like, again, it was the classic of the guy running with the tie over his shoulder and a white shirt. It's funny you know? what's classic now because... he's running so fast. They'll literally have like to be or not to be or Tokyo Story, which is shit from like the 40s. And then they'll also have like Critters and Uncle Buck. <laughs> like those are also classics now. Unbreakable... Yeah never saw it unbreakable is fucking fantastic weird science i i know people who criticize <clears throat> weird science and say weird science is just not good. the only thing i know weird about science. weird science is the scene is michael anthony michael hall being drunk and being pulled over and being like he doesn't have a license lisa or whatever like i hate i did not like weird science as a kid uh weird science is is, is the underrated of the hughes movies i will, I will go to my grave because they go you know it's they create it's, it's they really make a goofy. bond yeah they, they <laughs> what about bob which is a fucking childhood classic of mine never saw it uh the wizard which features Jenny Lewis from Rilo Kylie, which, which features M- like. Mitch McConnell is in the Fred Wizard, Savage. and then and, and his, his right hand man is Stephen King, the, the, the yeah, now we lost the Grand King. Wizard. That's the Grand Wizard. That's the movie he's in. <laughs> the Wizard's about a little kid savant who plays video games, and Fred Savage is his older brother, and they they their whole movie they want to escort him to. He's being like abused in this fucking foster home, so they've realized that this kid's a video game savant. So they go across the country to this Nintendo tournament <laughs> to like win all this money. What this movie is it again? The Wizard. Oh. This movie debuted Mario Three. Mario wow. Brothers Three debuted in this movie because at the and end. What year did that come out? Uh, let's see. Ooh, got some fucking loner music happening. What? Yes. This is establishing that Ben Affleck. Oh, isn't he autistic in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That that was the opening scene. Is he's he has a jigsaw puzzle and he has a nervous breakdown when he can't find the final piece because it fell on the floor. Nineteen eighty nine, The Wizard came out. Don't like nineteen eighty nine. God, that era of film, I have no memory of any of that crap at that time. It was in Bright lights make me have seizures. Does he, yeah. dude? That's what he goes to sleep with. He's not autistic. He just likes to live in the Matrix. Well, he's you know, he's 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 playing three dimensional chess. See, this is the flashback sequence to him being a kid, and him having like uh, the flashbacks of him being a little queer. (laughs) Would Uh, you shut up? Would you shut up? And then you've got mail at the back end. I got Xanadu. I never had freakouts like this. Well, you weren't autistic. I mean, I, I, but I, I feel like your generation, everyone did. Like they, no, they wanted this is, to. That's some real spectrum type shit. Okay, okay. That's that's beyond. Like that's that's like you don't know why you're doing. That's what you're Sean doing. Flannery's oldest kid, I think. I don't know if you. Yeah, I mean, I've heard. Yeah, I mean, I, I have actually never witnessed anything, and I, I've always gotten along with him very well. I actually kind of like him. Now but, the thing, the thing, what's good is. And this is the problem about deal with parents that fucking deny autism is if you catch shit like that early on, you could mitigate that. Yeah. And you could go through occupational therapy to where these freakouts are minuscule. Yeah. yeah and yeah. if they happen, it happens for five minutes. Yeah. Like it really is about nipping that shit in the butt yeah. early. Yeah. Well, maybe he is. Where you, you know. headed again? Okay. <laughs> 
This is the accountant, man. We're watching. Yeah, he's about to go on a fucking autistic murderous rampage, <laughs> dude. Is, no, I, I think he's managing it. He's managing it. But, he, but, he knows but he's going to, at some point, he he's going to have to not struggle. manage yeah, it. Yeah, he, he's struggling. It's a struggle for him. Well, what's great is his, he's, his autism obviously crescendoed into a lust and a talent at killing things. That's what I think is funny. Like, he just had these freakouts as a kid, and then he got the taste of blood. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Quelled it, <laughs> and then now since he can't taste blood to quell his autism, he has to take medication. But yeah, he's about to be asked to get off his meds and go back on blood. <laughs> this whole I, I find this peculiar that they have Cut. this this show. Like w w w when the uprising is happening, it's just like okay. Okay, everyone out there, you're getting your gun. You you know there are just right wing. I, I wouldn't even call them right wing. Just paranoid people. I wouldn't politicize it. Militia who, type who, who folk. were just like they got their guns out. You saw the crown, the crown point. Uh, you know, Thomas Black crown. Lives Matter. Oh yeah. But at the end of that, at the end of the of the, of the, of the crown point, Black Lives Matter. Uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever protest. That's something we can get into. People during... had their guns all down. You, you can't point them anyone. You had them down. It's like Jesus. Oh, he's Christ. got an arsenal. Ben yeah. Affleck has a fucking arsenal that looks like the freezer of a restaurant. Well, he's a yeah, he's an accountant and he's got a lot of cash. And he, yeah, and he lives what, what, in a fucking RV. What sort of weird model of masculinity are they actually portraying oh, with this? <clears throat> They're going all well. This movie, I think, was the start of Hollywood trying to normalize shit that is considered bitch stuff. Like, he's autistic. He's a dork because he has that lightsaber. Yeah, he's got all these things that like he's basically a snowflake, quote unquote. But he's also this murderous badass that like he's the hero that you need, but he all you also have to kind of like coddle him or else you yeah. can't do what he what you need him to do. It's very millennial. It's a millennial. Yeah, very, theme. very much so. You know, it's like he's special, but you have to as opposed to my generation was still the end of like, God damn it. Suck it up and deal with it. You know, like well, I'm not saying that's necessarily the best way to deal with things, but I'm just saying that that was sort of my, you know. You know, or my action hero, we, it, it, or it was like it was Rambo, or like or, or Arnold Schwarzenegger. There was like this hyper muscular sort of which Schwarzenegger. Is the, there's still a, a market for that. You, you know, know who but, was my guy? It was fucking Bruce Willis. Well, yeah, well th that that to me was a change of like kind of a regular guy it was kind of a tough guy and well, kind of street smart. I like that definitely. Like, like I mean, Die Hard was a definite shift in the action genre. I well, because like. people kind of laughed at it. I remember watching a behind the scenes of the film, and people oh. were like. The guy from Moonlighting. Oh, is absolutely! Be in an action movie. Oh, yeah. And Moonlighting was a popular show, but it was like this was like there was this leap, like really, like that. That just didn't sit well. But he he hit it out of the park with that. He created a. I mean, he still that that is what people identify him as. I mean, that is a you know important. I, I never really took him that seriously as an actor until Pulp Fiction. You can't go back. You understand? It's dangerous. You can't go back. You understand? You gotta. You just think of think about the air hugging you. You know he's like teaching him how to. He's giving him occupational therapy as yeah, a criminal. How to, how to like deal as being an accountant. Yeah. You think of the environment as your thunder blanket. See, kid, you like trains. <laughs> think of the bullet as a train and the guy's temple as the station. Send the train to the station and quit being such a fucking retard. <laughs> it's yeah the mod. Uh, it's I don't know I don't know the whole the computer is just is that John Lithgow is Lithgow in this Lithy Lithgow is in this holy fantastic Lithgow's good dude you know what do you know what I think of when I think of 80s movies and Twilight Zone the movie no when I think of classic 80s movies of like what's a good 
the world according to Garp oh, yeah. would be something that comes to my head of a movie that in the 80s would be like, we're really being edgy here. But then you watch it now and you're like, is this a comedy? Like, is this? Oh, it's supposed to be a comedy. But it's still kind of like their way of being like, we're dealing with trans people because yeah. John Lithgow, yeah. like it's all so ham handed. And like, I feel like there's a little bit of taking it seriously to where we're in a commercial. I'm yeah. going to talk. This is a, have you seen the movie Snowpiercer? No. So it's a movie about there's uh one the final one thousand people on Earth are all on a train, and each and the train is uh stocked by class. So the people at the front are all the rich yeah. people, and then at the back you have your pores. Exactly. And the movie is about the an uprising about the people in the back trying to get to the front. Yeah. And the show kind of gives more backstory to where you find out that the only reason the people that are in the back is. They snuck on like when the train docked, like yeah. right when the world was ending and they got yeah. everybody on their little arc train. Yeah. They like did a coup and snuck on. So they're essentially like it's it's like if you were getting in a car and a bunch of rats got in the car yeah. with you, yeah. but you had to leave like or yeah. else like we can't go back or we're going to die. So we have to live with these rats in this car. It's how, how the wealthy deal with yeah. them and manage them. That's yeah. Kind of, that's a, that's a, you know. Those are good themes. Mm-hmm. Those are good themes you're dealing it's, with. Yourself, uh, the dude know? who made the movie is the guy who made Parasite, the guy who won the uh, oh, Oscar. Oh, you know, I watched it's like one 45 of his minutes movies. Of Par- it was good. <clears throat> it's, one of, it's one of two movies he's done that's in English. Wow. Yeah, interesting. You know, I mean, so, it's got the themes yeah. of, yeah, it, there's so the class So TNT's themes. doing a TV show of expanding it because the movie's only like two hours. Yeah. So the whole first episode was like, giving backstory to everything and it was really good uh, that they kind of did the backstory well to where you weren't rolling your eyes or anything you're yeah. just like oh yeah. this it adds to the movie yeah like they don't want to replace the movie yeah like you can almost still put the movie in this show yeah yeah that makes sense interesting where are we at keith we're at about two hours or so do you want to f- close I it down I, yeah, I, i'm running a little All bit right. of steam we but talked about autistic ben affleck we exactly. got into some real meaty issues we did we talked about trump a little bit of course and you yeah. know I, I i wanted to just follow i was thinking a lot about when i've wept during sporting events and i'm going to say something here this week one of the things i watched i looked up a 1980 playoff game between the vikings and the eagles when I was 11 years was old. Quarter, but was that Jaws still yeah, on was, the Eagles? Yeah, Jaworski. That, that was his true breakout year. I think he was, I don't think he was the MVP of the league. I think Brian Sipe was that year, but it might have been Jaworski. But the Eagles, and I was the exposed to them. The Jets were good them. too, right? The Jets were decent. Uh, yeah, because they had uh, the O'Brien. New York Sack Exchange. They had a good defensive line. They had a um, they had a, a Mark Gastineau and, and uh, Marty Lyons and also Joe Klecko, who was in a lot of those Cannonball Run movies. But Reynolds always liked a good football player in a movie because he, he related to him. But my point is, uh, I watched a 1980 playoff game of the Vikings and the Eagles, and I did not cry. But I remember watching that game. The Eagles uh, were 12-4 and four that year, and the Vikings were 9-7. and seven. The Vikings had to go on the road and play them in Philadelphia. And the Vikings started that season terribly. They lost to the Eagles second week of the season, 42-7, to seven, in a game I remember watching and being like, holy shit, the Vikings are a bad football team. This is going to be a rough year. But the Vikings pulled it together in the second half and had the uh, second best record in the second half of the season that year. I remember that too. They were six and two, and then they were three and five in the first eight games. They were six and two, and they had the second best record in the NFL behind the Falcons, who were seven and one. And so the Vikings were playing very well, got into the playoffs, and got up fourteen nothing on the Eagles in, nice. in the vet. And I, I was watching it, and all those names of those players, like all the the great teams of the seventies, almost everyone was gone. But they had retooled the team, and this 
guy, Tommy Kramer, was their quarterback, and he was wildly inconsistent, but he had a very good first half, and, the, and he was really cocky with the ball. He had a very quick release, you know, but they were giving the Eagles a game. Then they lost the game 31-16. to 16. They, they, got, they got a safety, but it was weird watching it, and like the graphics, not even that, just the uh, that they were playing the old vet, Brookshire and Pat Summerall. This is before Pat Summerall was with uh, Madden. That that was the A team of, of CBS. Like that, that was the game they were going to play. Here's, here's a play that happened. This is an amazing statistic. It's fucking mind-blowing. I'm watching the game. Vikings go up 7-0 with their first drive. 30-yard touchdown pass to Sammy White, who I've fallen in love with again because I love Sammy White. Eagles respond with the drive. Methodical 12-pay drive. First downs. Executing third down a lot. Get down within the 10-yard line. Vikings defense stiffens up. They don't even get close to the end zone. Vikings fucking dominate them down within the 10-yard line. So Tony Franklin comes in. Barefoot kicker Tony Franklin. Oh, when there used to be the barefoot those. kickers, you know. Big in the late 70s, probably early also, 80s. Probably would also drop kick his punts. Yeah. So so he comes in. He, he, it's a 27-yard field goal. Oh, Eagles are going to get the... Vikings blocked the field goal. 30 degrees, barefoot. Yeah, it, and, and Vikings, Matt Blair, who was a totally good linebacker that no one even knows about, who was a great, I mean, he was one of my first favorite players. The Vikings, Barry Minter. He was amazing. Well, they said, like, somewhere I was like, and that was, in, in the previous four years, four, so 77, 78, 79, and 80, those four years, which I remember watching them, that was the 47th kick the Vikings had blocked. Jeez. They blocked 47 kicks. That was Matt Blair's 16th kick, uh, career kick that he had blocked. He blocked 16 fucking kicks. That was a sit. And he still played five more years. He blocked other kicks. They used to block kicks all the fucking, and every extra points, field goals, punts. They blocked everything. That was a major part of their team. It wasn't even returning kicks. They blocked kicks. Mm -hmm. They showed Matt Blair. I swear to God, he could have done a reverse dunk. He, he jumped so high, and I, I'd totally forgotten about that play, and, and that little fact of early Vikings lore to me. Like, when you think of Devin Hester, uh, Devin Hester was obviously... Fucking electric, a dude. A I mean, it was a... A leap. When he came in the league, it was like, oh my God. When he returned the first kick of the Super Bowl yeah. off, I was like, dude, we're going to win. Yeah. Like, well, of course. We're going to win because even if they score, if they kick to us, we're going to score again. Yeah. Like when you have yeah. that threat, you're like, it's fuck Peyton Man. I know. Dude, no, I know. It's yeah. Over. Yeah, I know. We he's that good. We legitimately had three phases of the game. Yeah. We had the league leading defense, Rex Grossman. It was the only good year he had. Like yeah. Rex Grossman was a true deep threat that year. Yeah. Uh, you had. Thomas and Cedric Benson at running back. Yeah, he had decent enough running back. So exactly. like, and then you have a kick return game where like they can literally score you fourteen to twenty one oh, points. Know. He was an absolute. I mean, he, he's has he been in the Hall of Fame yet, or is he gone? He's in? gonna be. I mean, he's the best return, uh, and I I know them all. I fucking know them all. Well, that's he is the best return. Well, guy that's what I've kind of annoys seen, me about that you know? Super Bowl is people think the Colts rolled the Bears and like. At a they certain point, at a certain it. point, they started to. But if yeah. you look at that final score and then how late into the game it was when they actually got twenty points up, the Colts were only up a field goal most of that. Was game. Was it twenty nine to seventeen? Was it the final score well, of the game? Yeah, twenty nine seventeen. But it was it was because uh, they got a two point conversion. It was twenty to seventeen for most of the game. Yeah. So like people don't realize that that game was close for about three fourths of the held game. Onto the ball, it also though, started raining. Yes, and the Bears lost control. They started fumbling and slipping their yep. grip. Yeah, and Grossman couldn't pass a ball. The rain really contributed yeah. to that. Yeah, I hate to be that guy, but I yeah. always say like, if it didn't rain, uh, closer they, game, closer better game. game. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, uh, you know, the Bears had a good defense, and that was the pinnacle. They also annoyed the shit out of me with their fucking sneak thief waves. I'm going to hold you up, and then Merlacher's going to come uh, in and steal, and then Peyton Mike Manning Brown's going to also do- said he figured out the Bears' uh, signs, like, first drive. Drive one, he was like, we figured out everything. And so we knew how to just figure out the ball. all their yep. audibles. We yep. figured out everything, Erlacher, and that's how much of a genius Peyton was. Yeah. That, like, series one, like... You like that's why if you watch it, I think they went three and out the first series, and then Peyton was like, "All right, let's go to the sideline." Yeah, yep. I saw some things. Let's yep. fucking break this and down. They, and they basically just kept the ball. They didn't get. I think the Bears had time possession of like sixteen minutes that game. They just kept the ball the entire game. I, I lived in Wisconsin at that time. I had moved up there when I ran out of money. I had to go up there and live in fucking Madison for almost two years. Ooh. Boy, that was a... Uh, yeah, because when I met you, you had come back, You had just come back yep, down. Exactly. Absolutely. You went up at Chuck, and it was a big moment in Chicago comedy. <laughs> you know what? I actually got excited about NFL football and then <clears throat> immediately disappointed because the Bears had this big team meeting post like the riots, and I guess it was this galvanizing. Like All the players were like, they got on the Zoom, and they were like, dude, we cried. They, it was like... Uh, 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 Akeem Hicks said like some players that were not in good standing with each other like really bonded they were like it was a big one of those cliche like yeah cry moments and I was like damn dude they're like that shit matters in football so yeah. I was like dude they're gonna like that add that that at least adds to the gelling as a unit well, type the, of thing the, they're gonna play they're just not gonna have crowds they're gonna play well I they're it, gonna have to play. yeah they're gonna have to fucking play the country is going to demand And then it. you got news just, of like they finally interviewed Trubisky and like what do you think about the false thing and he was like I was pissed off like people were excited because he was like I was fucking pissed he was like but in a good pissed like I'm going to pull like he it really lit a fire so people were like oh my god like all these reasons to be excited about football and then Fauci yeah. comes out and he was like the disease is coming back yeah, and, of course and i don't yeah, think and he was like i don't think the nfl season's gonna happen and i was just like oh man like i had all these reasons to be excited about the bears mitch is pissed they're all brothers now yeah well, well i mean like- <laughs> i think they're gonna i mean i'll be curious to see how that plays out they probably if they don't do it i mean then every player's got to get tested and they, they can't have crowds it's just got to be like watching the Bundesliga. You know, you watch it. It's like, you know, it's still quality play. You can still watch it. It looks different. You know, yeah. it looks different. Well, they pipe in what I like to. They give you an option. They pipe in crowd music. Yes. And then you can also go to the website and take it off if you want to. And just, yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A lot of things to be excited about, though, guys. Yep. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, finish the rest of the account if you want to. Go watch TNT. All right. All right. See you guys. Bye. The accountant. <laughs> I think they just turned.